Our camera fades in slowly, the sounds of dripping water echoing against a large, empty space. As it comes into focus, we see a group of bruised adventurers in a mysterious temple. The walls are covered in strange writing, painted onto the surface. A loud rumble echoes off the walls, the grinding sound of stone on stone as a passage opens up deeper underground. We see our heroes in the midst of another adventure. Just a few days ago, though it feels like months for some reason, I don't know why, you were approached by a new friend, Gemeral. And I just realized I haven't said that name in about four months. Is Gemeral even correct? Gemeral is correct, yes. Gemeral is correct. Hero point for the GM. Yay! I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> if you get a hero point if I say it wrong, shouldn't I get a hero point if I say it right? Question is, are we in a graveyard? <laughs> You're in a scrapyard slash graveyard slash... I can't never get that right. I'll, I'll never live that down. Anyways, you're approached by a new friend, Gemerel. She told you about an ancient temple that she had been studying, and she heard about your exploits in the gauntlet and wondered if you may be able to help. Nulara, Halarmony, and Mukta each agreed to come across the inner sea with a crazy magical journey that we had last session towards the Mwangi Expanse to take a look at the remote temple. Unfortunately, Clovis has been unreachable for some time, a secret that Mukta has not shared openly with the rest of the group, per se, kind of kept it close to the chest, but he did not respond to the sort of invitation and was not able to accompany you on your journeys. Clovis, if you're not aware, is the fourth PC of our Abomination Wells playthrough. He'd be down in David's seat, if not David taking that spot. But the three, Nulara, Halarmony, and Mukta, have come out of retirement, put on their adventuring gear, and set out with Gemeral. Once here, it turned out that this place had somehow foreseen their adventures. Strange carvings of the gauntlet, including pictographs of what appeared to be Mukta, were all over the temple. A temple that has easily been here for hundreds of years. Once shown the room they are currently in, one that is covered and, and written with strange writing that is completely undecipherable, it turns out that one of the members of the group could make out their meanings. Mukta. The one touched by Nimbaloth herself in their final encounter deep within the Abomination Vaults. As the secrets were revealed and an attack by demons thwarted, the ghostly form of Yamis beckoned you all to descend down the newly opened staircase. Ooh, ghost noises. Take your time and clean your wounds. But the final test waits down below. My soul is bound to this location as the secret keeper. But something almost more dangerous than the secret is down below. You must walk the trial and face this danger. Please. And he's standing as a ghostly form there. Right where the floor had been solid just a moment ago, 
it had sort of pulled stonework back and revealed a staircase that leads down deeper from this secret chamber, deeper into the temple. The camera kind of pans around and we see our four adventurers for the first time in a while. That's where we pick up. So there are these two creatures that we've just killed still Mm -hmm. lying there dead on the floor. Yes. Right. I think as you killed them, they sort of dissolved into like a black ichor and like melded into the ground. Would I or anybody have been able to essentially identify these as demons? I think so. If you'd like to make a more specific recall knowledge check, you are absolutely (laughs) free to... Now that you have yeah. a minute, now that your life is not being actively threatened, it's probably a good time to stop and just go through the old uh, index card, roll the decks up top, and see see what you come yeah. up. Yeah, see 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 what what we know about demons in general, and potentially these specific demons. Mm-hmm. If you have a lore tied to this, feel free. Otherwise, the default I would be uh, probably religion. Yes, Nular. Uh, while uh, General's doing that, could I just repair my shield really quickly? Absolutely, yeah. You go ahead and, and get your little repair kit out and start making that crafting check. Feel free to, to go ahead and do that. That's a 24. 24 at this level. I think that's a success. Is the crafting a DC by level or just a flat check? Uh, you. It says you set the DC. But it's usually the same DC to repair a given item as it is to craft it in the first place. Oh, it's a low-level shield. Yeah, that's more than enough to repair your level, low-level shield, for sure. Since I'm trained, I'll get 20. Plus 20 again. That probably should have been hit. Should should have been a blind roll. Probably, but that's okay. We'll roll with it. So with a a pretty good, successful religion check, it all clicks into place. These are definitely demons, Specifically, they are uh, Hezros, Hezrau. I guess the dialect might depend on where in the world you're you're coming from. I don't know the pr- proper pronunciation, so I always say it in my head, Hezrau. But Hezru, like Hezlu. Hezrau. Is Hezlu Hezru. a thing? How can you say it like Hezlu? Well, that's not a thing, is it? <laughs> Who knows? It is now. It is now. Yeah, they are stench demons. They have they have a kind of name in the the hierarchy and they're kind of known as toad demons specifically take them like frog-like qualities and uh so with a yeah what are you trying to ascertain specifically okay so so there are a couple of things that i'm trying to ascertain uh one is basically just confirming that they're demons and that i know the basic abilities that sort of all demons have like teleportation and um and the like and also, and and secondly, and I think that this might be quite important, I don't know, but I think, what sin these demons are related to. Yes. I don't know that these are tied directly to a sin, because many are. This one is kind of yeah. known as the toad demon, not necessarily sin-related. Just in my quick looking it up. In terms of weaknesses, they're definitely demons. They're most demons tend to be weak to cold iron yep. as a weapon source, and usually good 
they're they're evil aligned chaotic evil aligned creatures so specifically good damage can also do good um yeah any of those general meta game stuff that you know that i might not even know feel free to have general know the in the lore thing i would say with that high of a role there have been a little bit of of kind of rumblings in the region there is like a, a in Wong, it's not uncommon for uh, most demonic activity to tie back to uh, the ravenous king or the Lord of the Beasts or, yeah. you know, in the more common tone, like An, Ang- Angazan. But specifically, there have been a kind of murmuring and a rumor that these demons, while not traditionally working on his behalf or known associate with him, have been for some reason, allied with the ravenous king himself in the region. Interesting. No one's ever, no one's conclusively proved anything, but there have been sort of people mentioning it and it's kind of under investigation. Yeah. Okay. So once I figured all that out, then the first thing that I will do is to take my, take uh, one of my rings and sort of just press down on it and a sort of little it's like a miniature bird like a miniature hawk that just sort of appears above it and i will just sort of speak into it essentially that uh demons have been confirmed in this location, I will give the location, and then I will request backup, and then the messenger ring will send this magical bird back to Magambia and to okay. the Tempest Sun Mages. Now, unfortunately, once I've done this, I will turn to the others and say, somehow, if we, the gods help us, fail here. Hopefully they'll be hopefully they'll be able to send a a squad to deal with this before it gets too bad. But I wouldn't expect anybody be, to be able to. Well, it'll take a little while for the message to even get there, and then they'll be they'll have to get together some some conversants, brief them, send them up here. I reckon it'll be a couple of days at least until they get here. So until then, we're on our own. So what you're saying is that uh, you have just summoned an army and it uh, take a couple of days to get here? Is that what you mean? So we can <sighs> go home? <laughs> Not an army, but hope. I don't know how many they'll be able to spare, but I fear that a couple of days may be too late. I don't think we can afford to just uh, afford to wait. I would agree. I mean, there's this opening right here in the floor. Uh, we could uh, go down it and take a look and maybe see what's down there. And uh, if the <sighs> worst comes to worst, we could run away. Yeah, I would appreciate a few moments, uh, a couple, a few moments just to patch my wounds and maybe prepare, prepare a couple of spells. I did not expect to be fighting demons and there are, and I do have a few spells in my arsenal that could help. But I need some time. Ten minutes be all right with uh, for you. Ten? How how much? How long do you need? 
it'll be 10 minutes a spell. So it really depends. So question, biggest question. Do we want to prevent, given that demons, so demons, all demons pretty much can teleport at will to pretty much anywhere they want. Do we want to prevent them from getting away or do we want to try and banish them back to, I mean, if they've already got this secret, we want to prevent them from getting away. Mm-hmm. I would think. If they haven't, banishing them back to the abyss would be the optimal strategy. Uh, just but don't we, know. But we don't know if they have the secret yet, right? Yeah. I could prepare both, but that'll take twice as long. Is so it like 20 minutes? So it's, yeah, that would be about should be all right. 20 minutes. I have to take a few minutes myself, and uh, we should, you know, do what you do. I'll play some music. You do what you need to do, because I mean, the worst comes the worst. We could go down there, and then we could get killed, and then we can rest for the rest of our life, where we can rest forever. Is that what I mean to say? <sighs> it's true. It's true. Yamis, the ghostly one that's kind of here, the secret keeper of the temple, does confirm to you, like basically, like it has unearth the secret it is no longer mm. a matter of containing the secret it is a matter of putting the secret in trustworthy hands gotcha okay so that means that what i'm going <laughs> uh yeah so that means what i'm going to yeah so if that helps inform what you want to prepare do, or do yes it, very it, he, much he, yeah he doesn't have all the information but he yeah. can feel it he can feel that yeah whatever is down there has yeah, already very like, much so because basically what it means is that i'm going to be swapping out two spells so banishment is no longer something that i'll be using i'll be wanting so i will swap that out his his sort of sense of urgency is like internal clock is is more on the scale of like this needs to be resolved in the next few hours rather than like minutes mm. or days. So take the time okay. to prepare properly, just gotcha. knowing that the longer you take may give the person down below more time to do whatever they're doing and get stronger. Right. So there is a yeah. balance there for sure. But it's not like you don't don't rush in unprepared, you know, like take a minute yeah. to prepare yourself and feel free. Okay, so I will be swapping out. So having also having seen the effectiveness of my new traveling companions, I am going to be swapping out. A, so I will swap out a damaging spell because I don't think chain because well chain lightning is great. A dimensional anchor to prevent them from getting away is going to be even better. Wizards, man. Just like, let me see. What cool spell do I pull out? Dimensional Anchor. (laughs) (laughs) So that's one thing. However, I will also swap out Banishment. Yeah, now the thing you're doing, I'm assuming, is you have that arcane thesis that lets you swap out spells or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, I, I, I'm a spell substitution wizard. Got yes. it. That's what it's called, spells. So you can, if even a wizard prepare their spells at the beginning of the day, you just take a few minutes and you can just 
part, yeah. repurpose. Ten minutes cast, to yeah. swap. Ten minutes to swap a spell. To yeah, swap one spell. Cool. And then I'm going to swap out banishment for searing light. It sounds like we're, you know, we're taking in the ballpark of like thirty minutes to an hour. So if anyone else has any prep stuff you'd like to do. Yeah, so that would be 20 minutes to do those two. And then I'll also need to, I also want to do a treat wounds on myself. I could uh, just to, patch you up. Yeah, if you want, if, my... if that's okay. I mean, it's it's more to just get rid of these wounds than anything else. Because mind if I lay my hands on you? Yeah, I'll do Mukta. So lay on hands is grand and fine. And I absolutely 100% appreciate it. It won't remove the wounded condition. That has to be the treat Oh, that's right. You fell down. Uh, remember that yeah. time in the gunfight? You fell down and you really couldn't get back up a couple of times? Like when we fought that drink and I fell in the lake? <laughs> <laughs> what um, removes the wounded condition? Is it a treat, treat wound? It's a treat, treat wounds. wounds check. There you go. Yeah. I could do okay. this treat wound could be for you while you're preparing. Um... 30. If that's okay, that would be that would be fantastic. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and how could you just patch up Mukta while I'll, I'll go for general? Just like old times, of course. All right, uh, thirty. Hold still, my friend. Yeah, are are you attempting? Well, I mean, I guess it's too late now. You already rolled it, but are you? Because with street wounds, you can attempt different levels of DCs depending on how uh, much so wounds you're trying. So is only trained, yeah. so it would only, only train DC fifteen. Only DC fifteen. Yep. Uh, oh, that's right. So See, that only be... trained. It's just the numbers get really big at, at high level, even if you're only trained. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So it... get a one. Uh, uh, I think even a one would not. Uh, no, a one, one would, would still be a, be a critical fail. fail. A one. No, a one would only be a fail. Damn. It wouldn't be a critical fail. With a plus. Oh yeah, with a plus sixteen. Yeah, it would only be a fail. Yeah. Um. So for sure, this heals. Critical success. Yep. So 48. Yep, and you can, uh, and then you're definitely going to remove your wounded condition. That's 19 points for you, yep. General. Hope that's enough. Thank you ever so much. Off. And... Not bad, not bad. Any other prep work? Usually the, the um, crew, this Abomination Wall's crew is just like, just put our heads down and go. We prepare at the start of the day, and that's it. And you're the one that's like, well, we got plans to do, guys. Yeah, Mine's so, good. I mean, if we have more time, there are a few more spells I'd like to... Uh, I, I'd like to potentially swap out. I also need to spend I, 10 minutes refocusing. We've got the time. Uh, if you've got uh, the time, we have the time to like play some more music and... Uh, look around a little bit. I'm not going down there. I'm going to be in the middle. But we have the time, so I don't think more than, you know, we take more than 120 minutes. Nothing much will change. Uh, I mean, okay. and he'll look down the hole. But I, I'm not so sure. Maybe we get more that the... Call them as stench demons because they really stink. Or do they stench demons because for some <sighs> other reason? Well, they definitely stink. Yeah. That's um, having been inside one of their mouths, I can absolutely confirm that. Have you ever experienced that? Have you been eaten or like taken down before? 
Well, like um, a creature that you were trying to banish. Wish I could say no. Oh, you have? Wow. <sighs> yeah. It's why we never... It, it's one of the reasons I was reluctant to investigate this further without help. We're, mm. it's, it's constantly drilled into us from like the moment we start. Uh, we're, we're initiates. Never do anything like this on your own. Ever. Because if you get hurt, yeah, well. You can tell everybody, Mukta. You don't have to uh, whisper it into my ears. I hear you. Mukta, are you all right? I can't hear you. Oh, no, it took his voice. <laughs> Mukta! <laughs> it's not the only thing. It's not only his brain that our oh, Nimrod took. It's also his voice. I might talk you, Luke. What's her name, Anita? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to go back to your earlier question, David, why, why he gets this sound fixed. Uh, there is an associated sin for the the toad demons. Uh, it's not yep. like it's not in the name, but they're associated with pollution, which makes sense because they stink. Okay, okay. So, I mean, the main thing that I wanted to check was, <laughs> to be honest, was whether it, whether their associated sin was anything related to what we did in the temple so for example pride there are pride mm -hmm. demons it doesn't seem to be directly related luckily okay so i so so i was going if if it had been i would be like maybe we're fighting a marleth or uh, something like that but i can't i can't draw any inferences right yeah but uh yeah it's a good thing you're not alone you're with the heroes of atari Anyway, the ghost said, uh, you know, we can take our time and heal our wounds. This ghost is much less funny than the other ghosts we've met. I like Otari much better. Um, Jeff, You've met uh, other guys. If you could. Yeah. But less funny. But um, if you could, uh, Jem, you said you were inside the demon's mouth. Could you describe in detail how that was, what that felt like, what it looked like, what it smelled like? You know, I just... I'm uh, so, it... You know, how about... I get my notes in order for it, and then we can have a sit-down afterwards and just go through everything in detail? Just that way we don't miss anything in the heat of the moment. Okay. I mean, I wrote down everything you just said, but we'll do that too later. Yes, yes, of course. All right. Of course. Um... Okay, so yeah, so so Hal, as, as Gemerald is doing a little, some last minute preps, and you kind of go back through this temple, uh, you kind of find yourself just instinctively drawn back to that carving in the middle. It's very much the gauntlet. There's like seven tentacles coming off the gauntlet, and they are wrapped around this Yasoki. I mean, the more you look at it, there's not a lot of details on the face. You can't for sure know that it's Mukta, but it's a little odd. Hmm. And, and while we're I'm doing the lay on hands and I'm grabbing Mukta by the forehead, and I turn his head towards that look and I say, hey, uh, that looks a lot like you, but uh, it's less writing. Do you think that's you? Because it looks like like you. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm a bit more handsome. That uh, I would say that is, uh, that is the case. And you don't have such a 
uh, hardened exterior. That is true as well. Mm. But those rock hard abs, yeah, that that's a definite likeness. That's not what Rita said, but okay. I mean, not that Cat Caroline told me you're nothing, of course. Of course, of course. Um, so, is everybody ready? I mean, it sounds like the banging of the hammer yeah. sort of stops as Nulara puts the shield thing away, puts her medicine kit away. Your shield's all repaired now, Nulara? Yeah, it's all back to full. Very good, very good. Okay, so that, so one of the, uh, so I've, I've swapped out, I've swapped out three spells, so that's taken 30 minutes. And then I will at Actually, I will swap out. Yeah, so then I will, I will sort of look between Mukta and Nulara, and sort of ask, almost embarrassed, and it's like, "What? Well, I this this sounds a little awkward, and maybe, well, okay." She would say yes. She likes to go out with some people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which one of you is more likely to get hit and hurt? Oh, easy. That sorry for being Mukta. blunt. That would be Mukta. That's a bit of a dual question. I mean, Nulara is more, definitely more likely to get hit. But uh, yeah, I'm probably going to get hurt. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'll, I'll beckon Mukta over. And I'll say, if you could just stay there, feel free to continue writing, note down. It might be important. This will be a new thing. So make sure to, to write everything down. And I will spend the next 10 minutes casting Life Connection mm. on Mukta. Can you give a quick description of what the spell does? Like, yes. assume that we so don't know what it does and explain it. <laughs> yes. So, uh, as she's casting the spells, very basically various tendrils of energy sort of begin to sort of come out from her and connect to Mukta. And after sort of ten minutes, there are sort of hundreds of them, and then they fade and sort of blink out. And one and Essentially, what I've done is I've placed it. it the spell description says you uh, placed a, essentially a failsafe deep within Mukta's life force, and um, provided I'm in within at least one mile, I can once use the defend life reaction, which basically means that I take that when he takes damage, I can take all that damage instead. I'm uh, pretty sure, Mukta, that uh, picture on the wall is what just happened right now. So we're yeah. like living in the moment. I feel all like warm inside, like, you know, like when the writer makes those cookies, you know, and they're fresh out of the oven. And yeah, that lasts for 24 hours. And I can only have one of those active at any one time. So I will look apologetically at Nulara and say, uh, and, and, and say, uh, yeah, that since it can create such a, strong connection trying to do it again will just remove the previous ones so unfortunately i mean look at her she doesn't mm. need it 
She's so strong. <laughs> yeah, no need to apologize. You see Mukta ruffling through his notebooks, and you see, it's a funny story. The first time we actually met, right, um, I was going to this lighthouse with another uh, friend of ours, right, and we encountered this, uh, here, he starts flipping through his notes, like, it's like a big tome at this point, it flips to the beginning, right? You can see here, we were fighting outside the gauntlet, um, and this crazy bird puppet, right? We were all running on, running on the roof, see, that's me running on the roof. Sometimes I draw sketches too, but, um, you know, and then I jumped off the roof to try to escape, and then that bird thing followed me. It wasn't really a bird, it, was, it was, looked like a bird, if you see, I, I drew a little bird here, but it was more a puppet, but I almost died. He did, he was starting to drown by himself. In the swamp. And I will walk over to Nalara and kind of awkwardly give her a hug. Alright, we are connected because we are friends. Okay. <laughs> Alright. No life connection spell on that hug. <laughs> yeah, I was like, should I feel something after this one, how? Well, mm. I mean, friendship, you're alright. Okay. <laughs> I'll but go forward. As as this, you finally finish up your prep, um, the the lot of you kind of gather and stand with the ghost um, at the top of this new passage. There is definitely like hand carved stonework going down into the deep, and all after about you know five or six steps, almost immediately you just see like a very thick bank of fog sort of flowing, which makes visibility into the chamber kind of hard. But there is this sort of descent into the the misty hallways below. As we pass by the ghost, does everyone see the ghost or just Mukta? Everyone sees the ghost. Everyone now, since the since the stairway appeared, everybody could see him. So you're you, you're a ghost of secrets, right? But do you know any good like jokes or anything? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> You asked for it. I do have one secret that I've never told another. My secret is that I'm addicted to seaweed. It's okay, it's okay. I am seeking kelp. What's your name again? Uh, I think that down for sure. Yamas. Yamas, alright. Stick with being a ghost, I think. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. I've been in this role for like a couple hundred years now. I would really love to pass on to afterlife. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're um, really seeking help. I mean, there's this uh, place at uh, Diavel. Uh, we might want to check it out uh, for your help. It's called Yelp. <laughs> Tell you where to go, and if it is good or not good. Actually, did you know that seaweed holds the secret to an extra long life? I hear you have to be generous, though. You just have to boil it into immortality and drink it. Yeah, maybe maybe I should stick with the secrets and not the stand-up comedy. I've been work- workshopping this for like 200 years, and there's just... <sighs> No one here to to watch. It's hard her. without an audience. It is. Yeah. Well, you know, the secret to looking younger is just telling people that you're older. 
I all that seaweed, they're probably just a bit salty, so. <laughs> so now you're faced with a terrible choice. Descend down into the fog and face certain death, or stay here and listen to ghost puns all night. I already went down. Nulara already <laughs> went down. <laughs> Mukta's like setting up camp. He's like sitting next to the ghost. <laughs> He's in yeah, I, I kind of like like just like everybody else descended into the fog, and Mukta is still there. And then yeah. Nulara just sort of comes up and just sort of drags yeah, yeah, him down. Yeah, yeah, me down the exactly. <laughs> Come on. We'll get more after. Don't worry. <laughs> yep. So uh, you you guys sort of are pulled down and descend into the misty hallways. And as you do, you know, you guys are. You tell me, right? It, your visibility drops to like almost nil in the in the mist. So are you guys like sticking close? Are you guys holding hands? Are you spreading out? Like, how are you guys doing? I, I would. It, it, I would absolutely hold hands. <laughs> All right. I need um, to know who's holding whose hand in what chain, because it's funny, and I need to know. And and important. Can everyone see? Is there light down here? There's almost no visibility. Um, If you have dark vision, it's still obscured by, like, the mist. You can see, like, a few feet away, but it's almost impossible to see sort of further than that. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't have even low-light vision. I'm just human. So okay. I would ca- I would have cast light. I will cast light on myself. Okay. As you cast light, um, the light sort of goes up and hits all this mist and sort of reflects upon itself and kind of goes up like super bright, so much so that the light is enhanced so heavily that it like almost goes the opposite problem. It goes from pure darkness to pure brightness, and all of your eyes, like the pupils, immediately drop okay. to like pinprick. Then I will not. I will wait until we are out of the fog. And then it goes back to like dark or stuff. You got that like that white like thing. It's it's hard to get light in here right now, but you could put on the yeah. light when it's proper. But yeah. who's holding whose hand? I need to know. Laura would yeah. like loosen her belt a little bit and then give it some slack for General to hold on to. Yeah, I will absolutely do that. And then maybe Hal behind me. Just. I will definitely be holding on to Mukta versus Mukta holding on to me. Uh, <laughs> we live together and he, you know, wanders off sometimes. So I'm got to my arm around his, across his back a little bit, holding on to his shoulder to turn him in the correct direction. Then I'd like to have my sword out and mm-hmm. then just use it as like a walking stick. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So as you start out and you're kind of using the stick, like almost like, like a cane, um, you can feel it like like when it goes to like the left and the right a little bit. There's like definitely stonework here, mm-hmm. and your sword sort of scrapes against it. And everyone can hear it. Um, the more steps you take, after, after like 10, 15 steps, it's you can feel it kind of like widening a bit, and you start losing where the side is, and maybe you even kind of stick towards one side so you don't lose that of yourself. But um, eventually, like you feel like the misty hallways completely envelop you guys as a group. And you kind of follow this motion, Nular, like feeling, stepping, checking, make sure general still behind you, feeling, checking in. And it, and it goes on and on. And t- it's like this monotonous repetition that kind of hits a rhythm. And before you know it, you kind of realize you're finding yourself almost in like a falling motion. But it's weird. 
you slowly come to realize that you've lost the concept of direction of time of your sense of self as you are floating endlessly through a void the thick fog makes it really difficult to see the tendrils of it almost caress your face on your exposed or anywhere you have exposed skin as you sort of pass it and as you strain to see through the fog you see flickering stars illuminating around you still blocked by the fog but just giving a bit of light here in what feels like a void and you stop and you think weren't there people with you when you started this trip that must have been a lifetime ago it seems like a small memory in the back of your mind there were someone with you why can't you remember why can't you grasp it they are nothing but a tiny distant memory and you struggle to remember them, to remember who they are, even to remember who are you. All of you are feeling this sort of same sensation, the same sense as you drift into an endless void. You find yourself not falling, not standing on solid ground. It's an eerie feeling that you guys are not familiar with. I think the only person who might even have a sense of recognition of what this feels like is Gemeral with a little bit of the arcane and possibly some planar study. But even then, you f you forget a lot of that studies. You forget yourself. You forget who you were with. It's a weird sensation. But it can sense you struggling now. It knows something is off. And in that moment, a creaky voice fills all of your head. Do not resist. There are no secrets you can keep from me. We must keep it secret. Keep it safe. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another dark mind has already put this place at risk. We must be sure. And as you feel this, and as you feel this mind, you realize the miss, the thoughts, the losing your sense of self and everything that's going on, there is something that is interjecting itself within you, within your thoughts, within your brain. The mist is like probing you, trying to read your mind, trying to learn everything about you. I need all four of the PCs to please make a will save. This is an emotional okay. effect. Sorry, yes? Answer? Would Mukta's madness counteract <laughs> this a bit? No, unfortunately. No. But it might adjust the DC for you specifically, right? Your DC might be different than the rest. But... There's one other thing I forgot to mention. If you have an alignment that contains the chaotic tag, you gain a plus two status bonus to this roll. If you have a lawful, you take a minus two status penalty to this roll. If you're neutral, just roll straight. That's a 34 for Nalara. Nice. That's a 33 for Al. All right. And Hal, that's... You have resolve. That's clinical. So, is this is this something that could uh, be recognized? 
Yeah, I think you're definitely recognize that something with recognize with for with a recognized spell or something like that. Um, I don't know about a recognized spell. I don't know exactly know what the effects are. So, um, so it's just that. Uh, so, I mean, if it's not a spell, oh, is it spell? It's like a spell effect. You mean like, are you recognizing a spell being cast? I see. There's no sign of a spell being cast. Okay, that's grand. Uh, there, I, it's just then I don't get the bonus to this roll. Got it. Yeah, there's no sign of it being a spell per se. That's a twenty-eight for Mukta. Okay. So, for Nulara, 34, that is a success. You are basically, as the thing goes through your mind, it pulls back. It judges you worthy and lets you pass. Halarmony, you have resolve. So when you roll a success, you get a critical success. Because of that fact, you are judged worthy as well. But you're judged more than worthy. You're judged a... You, you are considered to be a chosen one. You are special. You are potential. You're a potential. And for that, you're going to gain a bonus effect that I will add to your character sheet for you. Um, and you are getting a blessing from Kellicott themselves. Gemeral... 32 is also a success. You too are judged worthy and allowed to pass. Mukta. Sweet Mukta. As this thing looks at your mind, as this thing realizes your disability, your your need to collect all the information to write it down, it's it's torn between your methodical calculations and your inability to keep a secret without writing it down. As I pull out the notebook. (laughs) (laughs) You are judged not worthy. And you, that's what you hear in your mind. Interesting. Yes, but not worthy. And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> um, and uh, that allows you to um, something's going to happen so slowly the sort of mist recedes a little bit around all of you and kind of creates a sort of clearing right the mist probe at your mind it's trying to judge you you fight back as you're doing this as it's judging you you feel flashes of memories almost like they're prying into your secret memories and playing them back in fast motion Everything about who you are, what you've done, who you are as a person. Some pass faster than others. Many of these memories linger a little longer. Images of the gauntlet of Clovis reading the Whispering Reeds. Of the lenses themselves. Of Belcora and that final showdown deep beneath the gauntlet. Of studying late at night at the Megambia Academy, deep in research yet again, studying secrets of a burning cabin in the wilderness, a rainy night fleeing with your parents after a fresh heist. In a snap, those memories are gone. They retreat, and instantly your sense of self 
comes back. You know who you are. There's no cloudiness. There's no layer between your thoughts and you. You slowly begin to feel solid ground again. The mists recede a bit. And as it does, you can see the other three with you. Those that you struggle to remember. Your friends, your new acquaintances, your group, the heroes of Otari that descended into the mist what feels like a lifetime ago. And as you look around, you find yourself on a floating platform amongst the stars. They flicker around you far above and below, purple mist still clinging nearby, obscuring your ability to see past this white, beautiful marble platform you stand on. It's a strange sensation, and you have a moment to collect yourselves. Mechanical question first, unfortunately. Um, what lo- what light level is it? Uh, this would be probably bright. Okay. It's it doesn't make a lot of sense. There's nothing but like small sort of like starlight in all directions, but for some reason it's bathing this floating platform completely in bright light. Yeah. I just remembered that I actually have the dark vision spell, so didn't need to cast <laughs> light. Nope, you are bright, able to see I don't need this. it. Yep, you're able to see now here on the platform. Why don't you, if you would, Gemeral, you can go ahead and make a recall knowledge arcana check if you have some sort of lore related to planes or anything. No, Otherwise, my my, my laws are academia and jungle lore. Okay. I use the junk, but um, my arcana is significantly better than... Yeah, let's go ahead and do an arcana check. Nice. 37. Yep. So as you're feeling in this, I don't know if you have any personal experience with it based on your research and things you've you've probably read, if not experienced. This is very similar to to being in another you're you're basically in a like what feels like the astral plane in a way. Oh, kind of like a mindscape or a dreamscape definitely. or something like that. It definitely feels like a dreamscape or mindscape. Reality is a little different here. There's, gotcha. You know, you don't really get a sense of up down. You feel a little weightless. It just feels like the effects that you might have have studied or heard about or know about with that role. Okay. I probably won't know very much more than that. It's not my area of expertise, uh, but I will relay that as much as I know to my to to my new companions. So basically, I will say beware be be aware i think this is some kind of isolated demiplane we've been shunted from reality so be careful things that are not normally possible may happen here and don't believe and don't necessarily believe anything you see or hear at face value and everyone heard the word worthy how you heard the word potential. Mukta, you heard the word unworthy. That's the, that's the, the word that was left with you. And with that as well, since the, this looks... Okay, so I'm going to now cast Stone Skin, with your permission. Yep, I will that is uh, talk to uh, Nula and with Nulara's permission. I will 
cast Stone Skin on Nulara at fourth level. Enhancing the best parts of my feature. The grey. your complexion. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. The hardened exterior is hardened once more. Um, so that oh, has wow. that currently has a twenty minute duration. So I don't know if we'll actually get into it and we'll actually face anything in the next twenty minutes. But I want to be as prepared as possible because this is not normal, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, just a bit. Then I mean that that miss was so rude. Right? Really? What do you think? Mm, I mean, I calling us unworthy, I don't know what it means, but it's very rude. Worthy. Unworthy. I'm not really sure. I, I mean, else. it is rude to call someone or something unworthy, definitely. Thank you. Uh, while we're walking, too, if it's okay, like, I'll be padding along my my person for the cold iron blanche and then make sure that I put it into my belt pouch so that when I need to pull it out, okay. I don't have to pull it out of my backpack. Got it. Get it ready for easy access. Makes yeah. sense. Well, the interesting thing you say, like, as you're walking, because you look around, you find yourself on this marble sort of temple platform floating endlessly in a sea of stars. You look in every direction. There's stars flickering, but like there's really nowhere to go you're just finding yourself floating in like an endless void space you're not in the misty halls anymore and just a little bit off the edge of one of the the temple you see almost like a little bit of sparking and what appears to be a small portal of some sort opening in space is that where we're going general presumably i wish i had more answers as the portal grows, stones like big up like stones of marble kind of detach from the platform floating beneath you and float out towards it and sort of lock into place hundreds of these things like creating a bridge from you guys towards this portal that's just growing bigger and bigger. I guess we're uh, being invited somewhere. And then as the portal reaches its full strength, you see, staring out of the portal at you, a giant eye that sort of blinks like sideways in like a reptilian fashion as the scale work sort of slithers beyond. And behind it on the portal, you see two of these snake-like creatures step out of the portal onto the marble platform between you and the platform, or you and the portal. And they basically are wearing these sort of stone masks that go right over their snake-like face. So you can't see their face, but they're armed with shields and a spear. And they both sort of like point their spear directly at Mukta and utter the phrase unworthy as they begin making their way towards you guys. So in the meantime, I'm going to activate this scene. See, I mean, this place is just rude. I'm sure it was just a misunderstanding. I mean, my mother always said, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's great wisdom from your mother. 
I'll switch over to the battle screen for our viewers to see. Ooh. So this is the yeah. this is the platform you find yourself floating on in the middle of space, stars oh. everywhere. To the south at the end of this bridge is the sort of portal that's manifested itself, radiating energy here in space. Two of these creatures have stepped out. I will let you guys position yourself wherever you'd like to be in this moment, narratively speaking, however you guys see yourself. Go ahead and place yourself. But yeah, also, and Clara is, Clara is at, is in mask form. Yes, yes, in mask form. I'll go ahead and hide her token. I was going to say before it all started, Mukta was going going closer to the edge with a coin in his hand, like about the like. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. So he, I think Mukta would be closer, walking closer towards the edge when they started. Okay. Out. Feel free. And. You guys, I'll start an, an initiative tracker. You guys can go ahead and roll your initiative. Ooh, dang. Let's go. Now, the benefit you guys have here is only one of you is judged unworthy, so this fight should not be too hard. Uh, you guys have some pretty good rolls. You guys are worthy. One, you were really close to just bypassing this whole thing. That wouldn't have been any fun. Nah. Would have saved us some time. I rolled a 30, and... As part of my battle cry, I have a demoralized action against an observed foe. Okay. So that would be a natural twenty. All right, I roll. I click. I click the roll. Oh God! I keep clicking. Nice. Let me, so uh, many dice. Let me <laughs> close these. I was trying to look at the demoralized action because is there a range on it? It's a battle cry, so it's auditory, right? Because Demoralize says 30 feet unless you have feats that adjust that. But you know what? You rolled a natural 20. So go ahead and... Let's see those crits in chat. Crits in chat, everyone. Uh, Yeah, you know what? (laughs) Whatever. They're getting frightened, too. All right. So everyone's on the tracker. Mukta, you win initiative. Is there anything like obstructing views here? Or any walls or anything? There's no walls because everything is just like platforms of stonework going down and down. I think oh, I see the way the walls are kind of built in this in this thing. Technically, those walls should be below you and not so they shouldn't they shouldn't affect you. But because of the way that they're drawn, I don't have the mod that does height wall height. And they're kind of built with that in mind. So let me just this up a little bit. But yeah, you should have line of sight. OK, I mean. That's just rude, calling people unworthy. I will... God, how many... Part of you knows, too, the the other three, not Mukta, that based on the judgment and the... You guys were judged worthy, and Mukta was judged unworthy. There's a sort of innate sense that if you don't get involved, you'll be fine. All right, I'm going to stride 30 feet, because I'm (laughs) on all fours. Okay, the all four Mukta. Bring it. Yes. And then I'm going to measure how far they are away from me. <laughs> 70 feet. What's the range on the short bow? I think 60 feet. So, so you would take a right? minus two. I'll do that. That's fine. I will uh, use quick draw to draw my short bow. Draw. And then I will take, I will strike, uh, which one called me unworthy, left or right, or both of them? <laughs> it was just a voice in your, oh, they both, they both. When they came out, they both said it. 
Alright, uh, I think this one's 70. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna shoot the one directly in front of me. So that's. Oh, it automatically does the range penalty. That's nice. Yeah, it does do the range mm. penalty. Pathfinder does. That's pretty cool. Alright, Mary Chrysler. That's a 32. 32 will definitely hit, but not a crit. That's 11 it's points a close of damage. Up the, the, what the snake like people, the serpent folk, sort of look like. These ones are a little different because they have the mats and the shield. Okay. They they definitely have like that serpent shape. Mm-hmm. Whether they're actually serpent folk. This artwork is definitely from serpent folk. Whether yeah. these are serpent folk is a little nebulous. It's fine. Uh, 11 points of damage. Okay. Takes it. And I'll say, keep your forked tongue behind your teeth. And uh, for my third action, I will aid the next attack with a feint. So up next is this secret keeper. Rushes forward with first action, 30 feet. Slides up here. With its second action, it slides up here. But as it comes up these stairs, the, it, the stairs up are difficult terrain. So it slows it down a little bit. It gets to here. Here, it raises its shield. All right, Nular. All right. So I know mm, that they're really just after Mokta. You have a, a somehow in your innate sense of the situation, you kind of have a feeling that they're after Mukta. All right, bye Mukta, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, so what I will do is I'll spend one action to stride right in front of Mukta and then spend two actions to hold an attack against the very first creature that attacks him, that tries to attack him. Okay. Mm hmm. That's it for my turn. Perfect. The other secret keeper also gets a chance to go. First action rushes up here. Second tries it to here. And this one will also get into a defensive position and raise their shield. How? I'm going to delay. General. So General will stride to here. Will spend one action to cast to to set up her protective ward they've actually recently in pathfinder they've added auras to the system and they're gonna very soon automate all these skills to yes. have like an aura like effect i don't think they're quite automated yet yeah not yet but it'll be coming soon but um essentially anybody at the moment within five feet of me, so at the moment that's just Mukta. Mm-hmm. Will um, will have that, and then Gem will also raise her shield. <laughs> All right, it's a shield party, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a defensive standoff. Uh-huh. All right, Hal, you've delayed your turn. All right, I will go now, and I will do inspire courage with the lingering composition. All right. The howl like maneuver check. here. Yep. Yep. DC by level at level 11, your basic DC is 28. I think we might have made a macro that actually calculates it, but uh, 31 is a success. That is three rounds. Chris. Fire curse for three rounds. He will. That's one action. 
and it worked so he gets to take off his focus point oops wrong way he will step forward a little bit stride forward a little bit then off to the side a little bit and then he will cast shield on himself everyone's got a shield <laughs> how's gonna get in on it I feel like we're playing chess <laughs> right mm-hmm Shield, 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 shield. Nice. All right. Top of the round two, Mukta. Mubara's right in front of me, so they would have cover, right? Yes, there would be a, a cover for sure. Just a plus one AC for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay where I am. Actually, with their shield raised, if they're both circumstance bonuses, so they probably wouldn't even make a difference. Okay. So, feeling nice and cozy, protected by my friends. I'll stay where I am and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it gets the plus one to cover from uh, Nulara, but it has plus two from the shield, and that overwrites it, so. All right, let's go. 32 is a hit. Nine <laughs> damage. Nine damage to this thing. Are we are we going to just stay here, or is anyone going to go forward? I'm going to try and... I'd look at how... How maybe they could see sense. Maybe they could con- reconsider and see Mukta being unworthy as like a misunderstanding. I mean, but you've seen him. He kind of crazy and writes in his book a lot. I'm not sure I know, I- but oh, maybe. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, the better part of me says, yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to tell him? Like, it's a misunderstanding. Everything will be good. Just go about your business. You've always had a way with words. Right, maybe you could convince them. All right, I'll take it that we're staying here, and I shoot another arrow as they're having this conversation. <laughs> right, hell! Yep, go ahead with a map. Uh, 22 is a miss. Looking around, I feel a little bit left out right now, so uh, I'm going to cast shield. <laughs> <laughs> We've got it. Every combatant has shield up in this moment. I don't. Either a sh- physical shield. Oh, yeah, um... except for new Everyone's okay. Well, that's a first. I mean, you are you are a literal shield. So. <laughs> Maybe this is opposite land. That's why everyone's got yeah. their shield up except for Nulara. <laughs> yeah, that's my turn. This secret keeper, you sees you guys up in this defensive position. It he um, comes around this way and like juts like to your left, Nulara, and like runs around your thing, almost like he's like sees you like ready, right? Comes in here. Now, you've read it in attack in case he's about to attack Mukta. Mukta, right? It looks like he's bringing his spear almost in your direction. But yeah, a, a little bit. So you can go ahead. He's bringing it in such a heavy motion that he's. It looks like he's trying to go through you and Mukta in the same blow. All right, I'll try to uh, parry him, even though it's not a parry. I'll, right, I'll right. attack him as he Yeah, goes go ahead down. and make your attack of opportunity. Alright, so... Encore's Blade! That would be... A 28. 28 does hit. Alright, so... They'd be taking... Fighters, 25 points too. of... <laughs> yeah. 25 <laughs> points, points of damage. damage. So, he leaves himself open, and you smack... You punish him for it, right? You get this attack off. He fairly unfazed is going to use his second and third action to do a an ability called knocking sweep which is this thing oh ignore the fact that says jackal guard it does a <laughs> spin move mm-hmm. and 
in this one spin, takes the spear right through your legs and Mukta's legs and General's legs and is going to attempt to trip all three of you in the same maneuver. Let's start with the one against Nulara. That is a... Um, that is a athletics check against your... Oh, God, I never remember. Trip and reflex. Fortitude, I believe. Fortitude. So what's but your fortitude? I'm not Nulara? sure. Plus 22, so 32. So that's a fail. So mm -hmm. it tries to knock you down, but it's not oh. able to. Uh, for Mukta, what is your fortitude save? Or your fortitude DC? Uh, that would, I believe I have a plus 16, so it's a 26. 26. So a 32 is a success, which means... It's against the injured. reflex DC. Oh, yeah. Is it? I was okay. wrong. Uh, yes, it is reflex DC. Oh, so Perfect. Reflex. So, does that for a new Lara, does the 30 beat your reflex DC? Uh, it does beat my reflex DC by one. So, so new Lara falls prone. Uh-huh. Does that beat 32 beat your reflex DC, Mukta? It just hits it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm actually kind of surprised. Um, so, you get knocked prone as well. And then, General, you get one as well. Uh, 34? Uh, yeah, 34 will do it. Okay, so all three of you get knocked prone um, in one smooth motion. Uh, and then at the end of that, it does all three, and then its map goes up by like a million. But it doesn't matter because this turns over. Uh, Nulara. All right, I am going to stand up. Okay, you attempt to stand up. You do. Uh I mean, you stand up. I don't know why. There's no roll here, even in this like weird no, plane. Like, does he have an attack of opportunity? I mean, he doesn't take it. He just he just stand up. All right. I I will. Eh, he's he's in our way. I will take a swing using Encore's blade. Okay. So that will be a thirty-six to hit. It would be a crit, except for at the end of his turn, he lost the frightened condition. I didn't take it off yeah. his thing. Mm -hmm. So he, he actually is just one off. It's a hit, not a crit. I'm sorry. All right. That's all right. So they'd be taking 23 points of everything damage. Are they a spirit? They When you hit, they it's solid. Okay, because, you know, I have spirit strike. Right. It doesn't feel like a spirit. All right, never mind. Uh, so that's my first action. But thanks for calling that out, just Yeah, and then I'll take a map attack against this creature as well. Actually, no, right. I will raise my shield for my third action. Getting that shield up. It doesn't have its shield up anymore, unfortunately. That was your whole turn, right? Yes. All right, so this one here strides over here, and then with his second and third action, uses an ability called Impaling Strike. Goodness. Gets the shield, the spear in position, lunges forward by taking a step here, and then makes a strike with a spear against Mukta, who is currently on the ground. 29 Ooh. misses because... Misses. Because of my shield. It just barely glances off the shield spell you cast and uh, does not hit you. And that's all of its actions. Gemro. Okay. So, Jem is going to just stay where she is, stay on the ground, is going to increase the aura, sustain the spell, increase the aura by, ten, uh, by five feet. So now 
Nulara is also in the aura as well. I'll put that in chat. I'll put it in the chat so that you can take the effect from it. You know it. what else caused that attack to miss is the frightened condition. From the <laughs> yeah. The, everything layered perfectly to make it miss. Yeah. All right. Protective ward for Nulara. Yeah. So it's protective ward there. And then there are two creatures. They are within 30 feet of each other. They are getting electric arced. Okay. Uh, 33 and 35, Oof. so they both succeed. They both succeed. Damn! Those were some good rolls. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. That's a lot of dice, so though. Be. So they take half of 17 each. Yep. So not a huge amount, unfortunately. But, yeah, and that's Gem's turn. She is still um, on the ground. That's true, you are still trying nice. to nice. Um, how? Is going to look at Jimmerl and he can see what she's casting with his feet. And he was like, hmm, okay, let me try that again too. And how will cast nice. uh, Electric Arc on those two creatures? All right, let's see if I can roll high again. Uh, no, the exact opposite. Let's Critical failures. I guess the exact opposite would be two six critical successes. Uh, so they both take 21 points of uh, They damage. both take double that, don't they? Oh, good call. Good yes. call. They both take 42 points of damage. And uh, Al will cast shield on himself. <laughs> That's some damage. Uh, Mukta. All right. So I'm going to not just get up. I'm going to kip up. You know, I forgot you had that feat, but it's perfect here because never again. He's waiting. They're never both. Right. They both, both are spears at the ready, waiting for you to like get up so they could both stab the shit out of you. <laughs> and yet you have kip up, right? Yep. Which means it doesn't trigger opportunity. Any reactions? Correct. Yeah. No reactions. You kip up in an awesome motion. We do not have. There's like a, a sort of flashback to Abomination Vaults where you yeah. you learn. <laughs> I do this kind of like almost like in place backward somersault up. Nice. And uh, yeah, you stand up and they're both kind of like their their eyes go a little wider. We're not expecting this. I'm going to drop my short bow. Now, if I drop it in Foundry, does it? Do I lose it in my inventory? Nope. No. It'll just mark it as dropped. But it'll All keep right, it I'm in going sheet. to drop it. All right, and then I'm going to, for my second action, tumble through. So let me make that acrobatics check. Now, does tumble through trigger something? Uh, it would, yes. Unless he has a feat. It's a move action, so it would. Yeah, unless he has a feat that allows him to, say, move at half speed without uh, without um, triggering reactions, which rogues can get, I think, but I don't know if... I think Mukta has that one. <laughs> I don't think I do. Hmm? I have Swift Sneak, not that one. Ah. Uh, um, yeah, you have Tumbling Strike. Oh, you have Tumbling Strike as an action, right? Yeah. And that specifically says it does oh, not trigger Oh, it doesn't trigger, trigger reactions. reactions. That's correct. Yeah, it doesn't trigger it, reactions. On a critical success, yeah. on a critical it doesn't success. trigger reactions. So we'll see. Okay. So I'm going Feeling to make that acrobatics check. Okay, so that's kind of cool that there's a chance. There is. Uh, and this is targeting the reflex DC. 
So the reflex DC, your target number for this would have been a 26. No, yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, a success would have been a 26. So 31 is a critical success. That's what, what I meant to say in my head. 36 would have been the critical success. Not that okay, wait, no, it does have a reflex DC of 16. So the DC is 26. Okay. So 31 is a success, but not a critical success, which means... No, so the, the only thing with the difference between the critical not success and a success is that the enemy is not flat-footed. But it still doesn't yep. trigger reactions. Yes, you are right. Yep. Yes. So and I'm on... since you'll be flanking... Yes, exactly. So you can go ahead and move through. Your movement confuses the enemy who's unable to to take a strike. So I, I tumble up, and then I tumble back down through their legs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then I quick draw my rapier, and I will strike. Bring and that's all part of the same action, isn't is it? Yes. Or is it two actions for tumble it's strike? Quick draw strike. Uh, what, tumble through is one action. Yeah, but with the tumbling strike, you get the. Oh, yeah, tumbling strike. strike. It all happens at the same time, yeah. 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 It's tumbling so strike. So I would just quick draw before. Yes, but you'd have quick to quick draw before. Either way, I'm going to draw it and then do the tumbling strike. It's fine. I'll allow it. Make it happen. It's all three actions. Either I would way. also say, in this awesome moment of acrobaticness, please take a hero point. All right. Let's go. That's that a hit. hit. I'll take it. What did I roll on the dice, though? It's pretty low, right? Nine on the dice. You could fish for a crit. You got to hear about average. Yeah, it's a hit. I could, if with my luck, it would be a critical miss. So I'm going to take it and roll the damage. And that's a lot of dice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it actually survived somehow. Get all those sixes. Sneak attack. <laughs> but this is a debilitating strike. Thank you, Foundry, for letting us reminding us because it's flat-footed against your strike, so you can choose if it's enfeebled or penalty. Uh, I'll do enfeebled. Enfeebled, it is. Uh, but it is still—it's still alive, barely. And that's my turn. That was a pretty cool turn. So you've totally screwed up their plans because they <laughs> trained for this, and we're not trained to be prepared for that. How would they react? All right. Where you're standing, right? You're like kind of flanked. Nulara's behind him. He's in a bad position. He takes his spear, stabs it into the ground, and does an acrobatic leap over the top of you, Mukta. This is called a spear vault. Now, this allows it to move up to half his speed without triggering a reaction. So, Nulara, you do not get this sort of uh, reaction as he springs away, surprises you. They, are, they have tricks up their sleeve, too. As it goes over the top of you, Mukta, you're now flat-footed to it because you were not expecting <laughs> this. What level are they? Oh, they are lower level than you. I cannot I... become flat-footed to that. Is, what is that called again? Now, um, is that just from flanking or is it from just flat-footed in general? I cannot become flat-footed to any creature. Uh, awesome. Or lower. Um... Because yeah. you are, aren't flat-footed to hidden, undetected, or flanking creatures at your level, or, or creatures at your level, or using a surprise attack. I'm going to say this kind of falls under that bucket. I think officially maybe not, but... Yeah, because you can still be things like fainted, but... That's okay. Surprise attack by surprise part attack of this, is... Oh, part of this motion is a strike. That is going to be a hit, actually. 
Um, and Mukta, you take 18 points of damage. All right. Uh, and then he has one more action because that strike is part of the spear vault action. Um, uh, wait. Um, I should have said it before you did the damage, huh? Uh, for what? I didn't really give you a chance. No, I'll do it for this. I'll, I'll do it for this attack. If he's taking another attack, I'm going to dodge away. Okay, yeah, I think... I'm looking at his actions. He's just going to take another attack. He's just... His goal is to end you, so... Right, uh, oh, that's... Oh, it's going to be a critical it's miss, a miss, actually. Because uh, it's, it's thing with it. So, yeah. It's a I... map, so it's minus five even less. So that's actually a critical miss. So I did use dodge away. Okay. So if the attack misses, you can step after the strike. Yep. So I'm going to step. <laughs> just to be a dick, you cannot step upstairs because it's difficult terrain. All right, then I'm going to step. Sides. That is fine. Yeah, that is fine. <laughs> That's his turn. New Lara. All right, so let me take uh, two hits against this fella right here within Forest Blades. Okay. So first action would be... Blah, blah, blah. A 32 Reach. to hit. 32 is a hit. So they'd be taking 25 points of everything damage. Perfect. Take another map attack on that one. So that is going to be a 35 to hit. Yeah. Oh, definitely hits. Five. All right. So that is 15 points uh, right. of damage. Uh, and then last one. A natural 20! Oh, ho, ho, ho. Let's go. Chris and chat. Let's there are go. no chat, but that's okay. So that is like a 42 points of everything damage, and they're flat-footed that's... or dead. Oh, they're not dead. They are knocked flat-footed mm -hmm. until All right. the start of your next turn. Uh, that is it for the... That's the end of my turn. That's it. You know, just like a just... billion points of damage. <laughs> Jeez. And they say not to attack three times in a turn. <laughs> ah, they don't know they're Fighters! Let's go. This one, Impaling Strike, steps forward and makes a strike against Mukta. A opportunity attack? He stepped. It doesn't, a step. step doesn't trigger opportunity mm -hmm. attacks, unfortunately. Uh, 33 will hit Mukta. It will. Uh, so you're going to take... 22 points of piercing and... The spear rips you open, and you're now taking persistent bleed damage. Ooh. And with his third action, uh, raises his shield. I'm not going to be out of the loop on that one. General. Okay, so I'm looking at these two, two, two creatures, and I have to decide, is it better to just try and take them out? Or to give Mukta more protection. And I'm looking at them. Kill them. Rinse, repeat. <laughs> Rinse. Mm -hmm. And. Bean. Repeat. Okay. Let's see if Way can... too many spells. Let's there see if we can uh, zap them this time without a high rolls on their part. Uh, okay. One failure, one success. Okay. 
Let's see what damage is like. All right, 22 points of damage kills this one. Nice. And the half damage down here kills the other one. Nice. Well done. And then I just sort of kill it, and then I just sort of uh, flop backwards onto the stairs where I where where I'm just sort of sitting down because yes, I'm still yes, like yes. sat down on the stairs, and I just sort of uh... for sure. And um... I look down. You're lucky my mother wasn't here. She would have dealt with you more harshly for being so rude. So in in this sort of um, after this moment, right? The um, you see you glance back at the portal and you can see beyond this sort of snake figure. There are like there must be hundreds of these sort of soldiers just lined up. Oh no! And the the snake like looks, blinks its eye. Interesting. Your spirit may be weak, but your body is strong. You have passed the test. <laughs> As I cough up blood and make my flat check to try to get out of this person's Oh god, you're bleeding. There you go. <laughs> you yeah. do get rid of it, yeah. Has it been an hour? Oh wait, I didn't. Sense. I never did a treat wounds on Mukta. I did it on... Well, Gem. in some aspects, it's been multiple lifetimes since you did the last check, <laughs> and in other things, it's been like 10 minutes, so it depends on what Timeline Paizo counts as the true timeline. Uh, 21. Yeah, yeah. It's 2d8 and no wounded. Or persistent bleeding. And the sort of like snake like figure just just finishes as you're just treating something dark from the depths of the abyss has found our secret. You must now become the secret keepers. You must. Stop it at all costs. But beware its tricks. If you are not careful, it will spell your doom. To be honest, some more information would be useful. Like, do you know exactly what it is? There's like a blink of light and you feel a sharp thud as the world around (sighs) you completely disappears. You find yourself back in your body looking and you you got like your wounds kit out ready to treat Mukta and you look at him where previously he was gushing blood uh, there are no visible wounds from the last fight no sign that anything physical has happened to the group except for these new memories that you've created as you all look in this shared dreams typescape they're always so cryptic why do they never give you a straight answer i can 100 percent empathize with you on that one general that's a, that has always been my issue as well they picked a good group though we're definitely good at keeping secrets that's sort of straighten up as a group and find yourself sitting and laying sort of in this weird patch of red moss that has grown here in the temple like kind of as you're stepping it feels almost squishy uh is there is no heal go ahead and put yourselves up to full health none of this damage you took was physical it was all sort of in the mind so your body question then yes does nulara still have stone skin 
yeah, you look over, and in that moment, you've cast it on her spirit, which is carried over to her body. Okay, cool. Why not? <laughs> up in the darkness ahead, through this sort of weird, patchy red moss, you see a, it opening up towards the cavern. And out here, there's like a darkness. The red moss sort of has these flickers of lights. It almost looks like motes of light just kind of follow one strand of the moss through the darkness and there's like dozens of these going on at any one time creating this weird sort of flickering light motion that bathes everything in red and up ahead in the darkness you see the cavern opens up there is a temple here standing rising up out of the darkness and at the top of the temple one flicker of purple light sort of dances at the top of it the way that the shadows move from this high point you know this is caused by something living, not something stationary. And this stone temple, as you observe it, you realize it's not dissimilar to the white marble one you just saw floating in space, but it's here in the darkness, a small figure moving atop it. Yamis the ghost is standing here behind you in his ghostly form. Now that you Whoa, are the when did keepers. you get there? Oh my god. <laughs> just <laughs> just stand there like <laughs> Now that you now that you are the secret keepers, my service has been completed. Thank you for your sacrifice. I now place you in charge of safekeeping our secret. And you watch as he sort of begins fading away. Rasmo welcomes you and the other side. Don't worry, we'll definitely keep everything here secret. <laughs> you actually watch his, uh, you don't watch, but off camera, his sort of spirit finally joins the river of souls, the mm -hmm. thousands of other people moving to the afterlife, as there's like a smile on his face as he has is now on his way for Phrasma's judgment. And you feel a sort of warmth emanate from your heartbeat, Nulara. We, you find yourselves in this dark tunnel, this thick, red, mossy carpet beneath your feet, looking at this darkened version of the temple you just saw in your mind. And every step brings you closer towards the secret kept safe within this temple. The large marbles... Uh, I wrote statue, but it's not a statue. This large marble temple. There we go. Woo, words. It's not even five in the morning for me. Looks like it's covered in dirt and moss. It's beautiful white hidden by a layer of grime. It juts up from this cavern, shooting upwards from the red moths at its feet. The tendrils writhing at the ends. Grabbing, consuming the temple. Flashes of lights come and go from within the, some of the strands, giving off an eerie glow. It stretches upwards, attempting to reclaim the entire marble structure. From the top, a single point of purple light emanates. Pillars obscure a clear view, but the movement of the shadows let you know something is alive. Nulara, your foot steps on a particular, particularly wet patch of moss, and you feel as it gives beneath your feet. It recoils slightly, giving a width for your foot to touch the stone directly, moving from your footsteps. 
in that same moment, a familiar voice sends goosebumps down your skin. I have been waiting a long time for you again, old friend. Coming into view on top of the temple is a cloaked figure. As he pulls back his hood, you all, or three out of the four of you, see a familiar face. That of an elven hermit with long, pale white hair. Only you see now dark circles around his eyes. Before you stands How your old you? companion, Clovis, <laughs> clutched in his hand a violet lens swirling with purple light. How dare you? How dare, <laughs> How dare. Of everyone, he's the most naive and innocent. <laughs> and Clovis stands atop this temple staring down at you. You see in his hand a familiar lens. Not one you've seen before, but you've seen these sort of lenses before and it swirls with the purple energy that lights him up and lights up the top of this temple. So I'm just going to look around because I <laughs> don't quite get what's going on but I'm uh, but I guess I see that this has caused a reaction from my companions. Yeah, what reaction are we getting from your companions? Like That's you, a good question. Like General could just see Nolara like breathing heavily, clutching tighter on her on the on the on the handle of Encore's blade. Like you see it you see the the whites of her knuckles very briefly and then it would just like she tighten it and loosen it very intermittently. Not saying anything, just breathing heavily. Join me. It is time we catch up. And he like kind of extends his free hand in your direction. I, I thought you said you weren't coming, Clovis. <laughs> General, you said not to believe anything that's in here, correct? Correct. Yes. I oh. mean, I, I gave that, uh, uh, well... That was primarily for the dreamscape, the, the place we were in before, but... We do not need the stranger. Leave her. We have a destiny to fulfill. And he turns his back and walks kind of towards the top of the temple again. So first thing I'm going to do is just cast Dark Vision on myself. So that... Seems like a reasonable thing to do in this dark temple. It's yeah. lit around the edge, but the temple itself is bathed in dark other than his purple light, so this would be a good time to cast our Yeah. So that that that's that's the first that that's just sort of the first thing that it's uh... And I'm also going to make a show of casting it. And I want to see whether this weird this elf reacts or how it reacts. As you're going to cast it, and, and Clovis has told them to leave you and, and to come, uh, he kind of turns away. He doesn't even to be seem to be like looking in your direction, but why don't you give me a perception check, and we'll see what you notice, General. Okay. Secret perception check, if you will. Yep, no, that is fine. Mushi's definitely dead, dead now, if this is evil. Clovis. Question marks. Question, Question marks. marks it is. Uh, 
you don't get the sense that this thing is even barely notices you barely register on their radar uh you don't think they're even looking in your direction or barely gave you like a passing gotcha. thought you gotcha. seem to be an afterthought to them gotcha there's no reaction as you cast a spell at least okay so how, That's how dark is it in here how dark yeah it's well, pitch before... black other than these red mossy tendrils just kind of shoot scattered light every so often and at the top Clovis is holding this purple lens that's glowing some light otherwise it's it's mostly yeah. dim light and otherwise darkness in here yeah before I cast before I put the dark vision effect on my token I could basically see none of the temple yeah so I'm going to drink a dark Excel. vision el elixir okay pop that elixir give yourself the dark vision those of you now I think that's the last person without dark vision in the party uh, you can see now the sort of temple's been collapsed. It's in disarray. It looks like the this kind of red mossy stuff has sort of wrapped itself around stone pillars, toppled them, made a mess of this place. Whatever's here, whatever this is, has been at it for a while. And at the top, you hear, to wait or not, there is no try. Wait, no, that's not the quote. I'm trying to do Clovis doing Yoda, but messing it up. Um, so he's left you. He's left the four of you at the bottom of the temple. Now, quick, sorry, quick question. The, we took, uh, would we have taken 10 minutes to refocus? So how... It seems reasonable that you would have refocused. Um, how did it after every fight in the Abomination Vaults? I'm pretty sure how did it here too. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> taking 10 minutes, that would knock 10 minutes off of Nulara's don't it would. So it she would. only has 10 minutes left. Okay. Also, I think this token doesn't have it, have the effect on, so I'll just put it in chat again. Oh no, it doesn't have an effect. I'm yeah. Looking. Okay, it's, it's just remember that it's resistance it's 5 it's to... Resistance 5 to physical, yeah. Every time it's hit by a bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing, reduce the duration damage. by one minute. Okay. Yeah. Math and keeping track of stuff. Yay, my favorite part of our <laughs> games. So I'm just looking around at my new companions a bit confused then. And I'll just whisper, do you, do, do you, do you know this elf, this person? Come on, Clovis, what are you doing? Like, why are you in here in this creepy place? I know you like that book a little bit, but did that book bring you here? What are you doing? Like, what secrets do you know, Clovis? That's Clovis. You know Clovis. Your mind is still closed. I will open it. Come. Oh. I, I, if that's the case, I don't mind. Al starts merrily making his way up. Yeah, the you see, Gem, as I pull out my notebook again and flip through it. Remember that uh, person I was talking about that we went to the, the gauntlet and then I fought the bird person and I went and met Nulara and Hal? So Clovis Vaguely. is that person that I went with. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, so... and I flip some pages. This is, yeah, this is him cursing, saying, fuck that shit. Um, here's, okay. a, here's a picture of little Mushi. So cute. <laughs> but Mushi... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, as you stride forward, Hal, and you get to, like, sort of the rubble, it's all, like, very uneven ground, so you find yourself sort of, like, having to balance just to get across it. I'm not going to ask for a roll or anything, but just know it's, it is very uneven ground. Clovis kind of comes to the edge and peeks down at the top of the stairs, sniffs the air a little bit. I can feel it. You've brought it, right? Yeah, Mukta's right over there. Uh, his Focus eyes. Nice. Well, yeah, his eyes seem to be resting on Nular, who's right next to Mukta. So hard to tell this distance. Way he's looking at. The last time we saw him, did he have that? I don't remember him having that. What is that? Oh, you see, and I started flipping through my notebook towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Clovis? I thought I thought they I thought he was in the forests. What happened? I mean, yeah, he was. Wait, I, I'm D, GM question. I'm trying to remember. Uh, did I find Clovis or did I not find Clovis? He was within contact at least for a while after all your adventures, and he's over. He hasn't responded to any of your communications in months. Like he's just been missing. I mean. Look, I went to go ask him if he wanted to come with us, but I, I mean, I haven't seen him in, in uh, a little bit of time. He was getting a little bit um, crazy. <laughs> I give Mukta a look. <laughs> what? Crazy, you say? Yeah, it's quite uh, sad, really. Does follow us around, I suppose. Are you saying something? Death word on himself. I'll walk forward as well, a little bit, like, ten feet away from Hal. And everyone also just, like, watching this, you're kind of far away, it's a little, it's it's kind of hard to see, but everyone just give me a secret perception check for a minute. No secret reason. Perception check. No reason. But a secret perception check would be great. Question marks. Question marks. Three question marks and one. Three question marks. Yeah, four question marks. Okay, let's see. Okay. I'm going to message one of you something. And only one of you. Whispers. We got whispers. I know. Whispers. whispers. We've never done this before. Who's got the best poker face? Poker. I don't even know her. So as you look at uh, Clovis, you can see sort of the, the jovialness, the like friendliness has turned to something more agitated, more lustful as it, he, um, his eyes are sort of on you guys balancing towards him. You almost see him like literally like licking his lips in anticipation of you arriving. Clovis, my friend, it's odd of you to leave your forest. I mean, you fought so hard for it. And where is little Mushi? I mean, he wasn't so little last time I saw him. He was a little bit bigger. But... Mushi has tired. He earned his tired. Do you mean so many tired? questions, friend? Of course. I mean, <laughs> it's just so odd to see you away from the forest when, you know, I tried to get you to go for drinks. You know, we were, we were going to go celebrate. Hal was mayor. And then, you know, you were just... Always staying in the forest, reading the book. In the forest, reading the book. I don't want to go to town. It smells of people. They were, I mean, 
Now I'm going to ask them something. Can any, everyone tell me what is your perception DC is here? Uh, I got a plus 20. Okay, so your 40, perception DC would be 30. 30. Only 50, uh, only 25. 25. 33. 29. 33, 29. So, here's the thing. In this active lie, I had this creature, Clovis, Dark Clovis, whatever you want to call him, call roll a deception check with a huge deception bonus. However, I will now share something with the chat, and that is the fact... Oh, let me, let me just put the screen here. I will now share that this creature... I don't know why the dice hate me, so... One. But this creature rolled a natural one on their deception check, still getting a 30... One. Damn. 33, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you, and technically that should only be, it should even be two less, so it should be a 29. I think everyone here realizes something's off, and then his lies, his his mannerisms, you're starting to like see through his words. When Mukta talks about being in the forest, it starts falling into place. You start realizing now this is something else shaped by magic, something that has gone into your brains and pulled out something that they thought would trick you. But with a natural one on this deception check, it ceases to work. And you all start realizing something. This, this isn't Clovis. Why don't you drop that shimmering illusion magic, whatever you are? Does that make it me? Does that enable me? Does that mean I can I make an arcana check to try and figure out what magic is this is? Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's do like recognize spell effect or however it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Uh, so that's 38. So recognize spell. This is a success. 38 might actually be a critical success. It is not. It is a success. So you can correctly recognize the spell. Here's what's scary a little bit, General, is the spell, the work, you start seeing through it. You realize this is an illusory disguise spell. But this is what sort of freaks you out. Usually with the illusory disguise spell, you are restricted to appearing as a creature of the same size. Yeah. There is a bit of... Oh, nice. Hal's got it too, huh? Hal's got recognition. Yeah. You're noticing a little bit of the way that the light's bending and the way that some of this magic is just in the the weaving of the spell. It's concealing the fact that this is a much larger creature than it's appearing to be, which is not common to be able to do. Well, I will definitely warn people about this and say, uh, and and say, yeah, that it's stay back, stay back. It's much larger than it looks, than it appears to be. And I think in that moment, it like sort of laughs, goes a little deeper into its <laughs> So be it. And it dismisses the, uh, the uh, illusory disguise effect. Whoa, it's huge. And Can it's this large. What's that? Can I pop a potion in this moment? Yeah, like getting it out, like yeah. You got. You can go ahead and pop a potion to prepare. Book the vanishes. <laughs> it has blindsight. 
I'm going to rename the uh, token. Or truthing or the invisibility uh -huh. or uh, that, I believe, is a Glazebro. And we're going to basically go into initiative right now. This thing, even though it turns back from Clovis into this form, you can see in one of its hands, it's still holding one of this purple lens type thing. I like how General's like, what are these lenses? And no one answered her, so she has no idea what's, yeah. what's, what's going on. It's going to be a fun time to figure out. Uh, yeah. But you guys can go ahead and roll initiative. Go! Uh, so I'm definitely avoiding notice right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially being invisible, I think, for sure. Okay. Right, I'm should we change I wonder could I could I use Arcana for initiative I, I'm feeling generous I think yeah can you use your hero point for my initiative uh, yeah you can use hero points on Any? initiative I mean, you could. your initiative was what like a 33 35, uh, 33 yes I got a 35 it beat me by one damn it by one 31 you went lower on the initiative. That's fine. It it has so one of the things it has, which is kind of a fun effect here, is that it gets a plus two initiative um, on its uh, plus two bonus on its initiative here, especially when it's using like deception, which it does by default as long as it's aware of one of the enemies. Which means that little bonus is what barely put it over the top from you, Mukta. This thing I'll share. Mm. Yeah, it's got like the two hands. One of these hands is holding the purple lens, and it's got these two like crab-like claws. It does have a purple lens, yeah. Violet lens, I think is what I called it, but purple violet, yeah. Oh shit! Didn't that thing wash out into the sea? Some like crazy mutated crab thing. <laughs> Did we get all the lenses though? <laughs> no, I dropped one when I went like you know a little bit loopy. And then oh, okay. Got washed away, I think. There were four lenses. You guys I have got the one out, and the other three were buried in the rubble. And were any of them per violet? <laughs> and like, no, I remember that was a long time ago. Uh, I know the red, the red lens, <laughs> the yellow lens. Okay. So the uh, out of lens? game, there was ochre, ebon, crimson, and none of them were violet anyway. Okay, so, yeah. So it's just Nimbleloth um, fucking around. Okay, got it. All right, so up first, this creature casts... Emerald. That was the other one. Casts a spell, mm -hmm. yeah, which is mirror image. Ooh. Okay, so can I, uh, can I roll... Uh, I can counteract that. Okay. Yes. I have that prepared. You have, you have counter spell and you have the spell I have prepared. counter spell and I have mirror image prepared. This is like one of the rare instances in Pathfinder 2E where counter spell might actually work. So it's a Let's counteract go. check, right? Uh, yes, it is, counter, it is a counteract check. Now, it's only second level that I have prepared, so I don't know that it will work, but... I'm going oh, to you have try. Spells out. You're using to cast a spell. The folk has a spell. You see a manifestation. You use your own magic to disrupt it. Wizard, you spend a prepare spell to trigger it. You lose your spell slot. You attempt to counteract. So it's a counteract effect. Yeah. If it's higher level, lower level, that depends on the level yeah, of the spell. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. So you're going to go ahead and make a counteract check. Yes. What do I actually write? 
this has never come up in any of my games. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare. Um, so counteract check, you add your skill modifier. It's basically, like, it's like an arcana check. So it's basically the same as making like a spell attack roll. So, but it's roll. an arcana. It, it's an arcana check or a spell attack. It's a check. counteract because I have a whole load of bonuses to arcana. Right. It's a it's a check, but it uses the same bonuses that your spell attack would, but it's not an attack. If that makes sense. Okay. Right. So, so I'm going to put telekinetic projectile in the chat okay. so that I can roll this as an attack. Okay. Is there, this is a second a level. To... So this is second level. Yeah, you can just yeah, click yeah. on plus 21 on spell attack. Come on. Oh, right. Okay. Which I did I think not. Maybe that was... I think I did that. We both rolled the yeah. same. I clicked it. <laughs> I, no, I didn't click. I didn't. I, I didn't actually click anything. Oh, so I, I did it twice. Yeah. I was just hovering. I'm like, there's no clickable link. What are you talking about, Rick? And then it's rolling dice in the background. It doesn't look like <laughs> a clickable my... link. But you can click it if you want. The plus 20 spell attack bonus you have. Or plus oh, 20. Yes. Yeah. Don't see it. Uh, so uh, under well, your spell, right, right at the top, right under wizard, it says. Plus oh, spell under spellcasting. Yeah, it, yeah. Just the plus twenty. Gotcha. Just click that. <laughs> it'll, it'll. Yeah, roll. I see I, it. I, I, yeah, it's weird. There you go. Down. That is a thirty-two. Thirty-two Mod. targets the DC of the. Um, so it would be the spell DC. The spell of the DC. Target. In this case, the spell DC. So. Uh, this is going to be a failure. Would you like to hero point it? I, I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. Let's just do Let's it. Let's go. Right. Use that hero point. I might as well. I'm going to fail. I'm sure. But hey, nah. Because that Chrysler. was a twelve originally. And there's a tenth, so that's lower. Okay, oh. so it's still a failure. Uh, so it says counteract the target spell if the level is lower. If the spell is lower than your level two spell slot, it would counteract it. It is not lower than a level two, so it, it fails and the spell goes off. I am sorry. The one time in Pathfinder you can actually counterspell. Yeah, I mean the the the, the other thing is, I suppose that if I could, I, that was using my mirror image spell slot. If I was able to use a different spell slot, I could have used potentially a high level spell slot, but we'll just leave it with that. Leave it at that. Yeah, I think with a wizard, it has to be the exact spell. I think so as well. Yeah. So, and until I get to level twelve, and I can get flexible counterspell. Interesting. Um, All right. Uh, so you but, try to yes. counterspell, it doesn't go off. The mirror image does happen. Uh, three images, and now there's like four of these things moving in tandem on top of the temple, making it yep. hard to tell which is the correct one. And with its last action it will it strides down these still oh, that's too far like crushes new Lara. it kind of <laughs> like strides down and gets into this space it's so big it's like half on the stairs half on the ground in front of you and just like straddling uh but that's its turn uh mukta you are invisible all right i am going to on all fours um I'm just going to use... Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm just going to stride up to here. That's all my turn. That's my turn. Uh, wait, hold on. Where uh, was I? Right next to Jeremy. Yeah. 45, so that's... 30. There's one stride. Sorry, I'm going to sneak. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're moving at half speed to stay hidden. No, I have swift sneak. I have swift sneak. So oh, that's right. You can move it. Sneak at full speed. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go another 30 here. And yeah, you just kind of just barely skirted around that like kind of hard floor terrain. This is kind of running up the steep temple slopes, though. Oh, okay, so because it's like a tiered pyramid type thing, you can do it, but it's going to be um, I'll just basically. Go. I'll, I'll go here. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's like greater difficult terrain, at least if not a climb check. I probably probably a climb check to do it. Give me the stealth check. It sounds like it's three stealth checks, right? Can you move three times? Twenty-eight. 35 29 Fairly sneaky That's my turn Perfect, General Okay So The first thing I am going to do Is to move Am I within 30 feet? Don't Think so so the first thing I'm actually going to do is cast haste on myself. I am then going to So I then I get the extra thing this turn. So I'm then going to move up to here. You get the extra action oh, right. at the next yeah. turn, right? Because hate quicken Quick gives you one extra action at the start of your turn. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I will just stride up to here. Okay. You just get up on that sort of uneven, balance-worthy terrain. Yeah. If you want me to make a roll, an acrobatic nope, roll. Nope, but if you so. move across it further, then you will be making balance okay. checks. That's grand. Okay, that's my turn. A delay. That. Delay? All right, Nulara. Alright, I'll use my first action to pull out the cold iron blanche from my belt loop. Uh, okay. Second action, use it to pour it all over Encore's blade. Okay. And then uh, third action, I'm gonna uh, try and attack him. So that that so the cold iron blanche. Let's just take a look at the item really quick. It pretty sure just makes it treats it as cold iron for like how long? Uh, ten yeah. minutes. Ten minutes. Awesome. So all we can do is, I don't think they have like temporary item buffs like that yet, but we can just go into the details and change the precious material to cold iron. Is it standard grade or low? Standard, Standard. just standard. Okay. Perfect. So now that I have it triggered, but we can just remember it's cold iron anyways. Mm -hmm. It's not automated, I guess. So I have to roll first before I... um... Before I hit him because of mirror image? Um, um, no, I think you just make an attack. Okay, okay. Yeah, because if you miss, you still destroy an image. All right, yes. that's perfect. So first act, uh, first attack, 33. 33 is a miss. Oh, wow. You pop one of his mirror images. All right, perfect. How many does he have? Does he get? Miss? I know. There's three of him now. There's three, including the real one. Including, well, there's yes. three total, yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, the, that's there it was for my four, turn? and then there's now three. Yeah. Gotcha. That's it for okay. my turn. How? I have 33. Can I do a Inspire Courage? Absolutely. The lingering Composition with a check performance. 
Yes. Go. 31. 31 is a success. Three rounds. Let's go. I'm inspired. And Hal is going to cast a six level spell. Let's go. Big guns right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Right. On, on this right. creature. As any spells cast on the target to spill out there in your home turn, the target says attempt a will save. Okay, perfect. So he makes a will save. Mm-hmm. DC 30 will save. That's a five on the dice, but it's still actually a 30 total. That's a hidden. That's hidden. No, I accidentally had it set to hidden. Uh, it's yeah. a 30 yeah. total. It has a plus Ooh. one saving its magic effects, and that's what wow. puts it just enough to save. So on a failure, uh, it still does something, right? It still does something. So it's an unsuccess. Whenever target becomes affected by a spell with a duration, the target takes... 2d12 persistent forest. Each time it takes persistent forest, it reduces the remaining duration by one round. Got it. And as a success, the curse persist damage should not end on their own. I'm trying to figure out. It's really... So, it lasts one minute, and... Okay, wait. I, I'm reading it backwards, I do see, because it's it's not... It didn't fail. It succeeded, because it was its yes. role, not yours. Yep. So it's a success. Perfect. Okay. So 2d12 damage every time it takes... Anytime it discards a spell, it takes 2d12 persistent force damage. Interesting. A spell with duration. Yeah. Yes. Presumably that doesn't stack. Uh, but taking the um, persistent damage reduces the remaining duration of the spells by an additional round. We're good. That's interesting spell. It's very technical, <laughs> but it is cool. You know, Hal's got something cooking. Mm-hmm. Right. This creature gets its turn. Mr. Potential right here. From here, it's got like a large pincher that reaches out past Unulara and tries to target Hal. So this is a melee strike. Ooh, that's a three on the dice. But that's a 30, which is still a hit on Hal. Jesus. Would he get cover from me? Uh, hmm. not from a creature no. this big. No, he has okay. too much blank space between you and it. Um, so that's a 30. So that hits you, Hal. You're going to take. So here's the thing. There's 25 physical and four evil damage. Hal is good. chaotic good. So you do take evil damage, but you take the full 29 points of damage as the pincher grabs Hal his second action is to literally use the grab to grapple Hal. So now Hal is held in place by this creature. And then in this in this like third motion, pulls Hal towards him five feet and uses captive rake and makes two more claw strikes against you. Now they are at map, but they would... both go at the same map. So that's a three for a 26, which misses. And a 11 for a 34, which hits. That's crazy. So you take 27 more damage, Hal. That is its entire turn. Mukta. I would like to point out that uh, we've had the official epilogue already, so we can't die. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We, we create some plot holes. Literal Mukta. plot armor. <laughs> yep. 
We'll figure All something right. out. Alright. Um, shit. Seeing that happen, Mukta's gonna change his plan a little bit. And not try to delay. So I'm going to sneak up to him. To stay, because this is a very steep sort of cliff, so you can either go around the bottom, or if you want to go straight across the like pyramid face like you are, it, I will require an athletics check. It's not too steep. I'm going to say the DC's 20 on an athletics check. All right, I'll, I'll just say I go here then. That's fine. Okay, yeah, you just run around. Yeah, I, I do like a, I would do like a wall run up and down it just for fun, you know, parkour. Parkour! Parkour. You gotta yell it. If you yell yeah. it, it helps. But Parkour. then he'll know where you are. Alright, so I'm going to make a self check. 33. Right. 33, so that's like a bunch of stealth checks in a row. Oh, shit, I don't think I could do this actually. Because I can't quick draw and spell strike. Draw says. Quick draw is an action on its own, so that's why it doesn't combo yet. It's not yet. It's an economy. <laughs> I could. Guess I just have to draw the rapier. Okay. And um, that's it, really. I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna hide Stay here. Stay hidden and wait. Yeah. Okay. Got to last one more round. Shit. General. Okay, so question GM. Sure. I have a spell called Resilient Sphere. Okay. You create an immobile sphere of force to either trap or protect the target, blocking anything that would pass through the sphere. The sphere has AC5, hardens 10, 40 hit points, the integrable hits and precision, disintegrate, destroys the sphere instantly. If the target is unwilling, the effects of the sphere depend on the target's reflex save. If I cast this on Hal, what happens with the grab? Mm -hmm. So, here's my ruling, because I have an answer. Uh, if, an if there's a grab effect and you're, there's an external force trying to affect that, which the spell kind of is, because you're sort of trying to put it between Hal and the sphere, I would say you're basically making an escape attempt for Hal using your arcana as the roll. And if you succeed, then the bubble would basically shield Hal from the claw strike. Uh, if you fail, then that's where I don't know, because... Then... I think I would... Man, what would happen if you fail? Can you put the spell in chat? I want to read what it says. Yeah, sure. Because I feel like maybe it has to succeed. Maybe there is no failure. When we're done with that, I have a question for you. To plead on your mercy. <laughs> because Hal is willing. Yeah. And essentially what I'd be doing is I'd be using two actions to cast it and then immediately dismissing it as my third action. Oh, okay, I see essentially spending my turn to yeah. get Hal out of the grab. Yeah, I will say what I will allow is this is basically if you, I'll have you make the Arcana escape check on his behalf. If you succeed uh, then it definitely shields him off if hand has to come out. If it fails I think the sphere sort of just somehow includes the creature's arm and it's still grappled to Hal you know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha yeah uh, so that is an Arcana check. 
Yeah, it's like an arcana, not just straight arcana, but it's, it's basically like the same that we did for the yeah. counteract check because it's a counteract using your arcana. Ooh. 31. That's not good. What, it's not great. It was a 7 on the dice. The grab DC, athletics DC, and the athletics DC of this creature is... Okay, it doesn't have an athletics per se. It's not trained in athletics, surprisingly. Zero. Uh, not zero, but it, based on its strength. So... Uh, it's not trained in athletics, and so it doesn't have a good athletics DC. This is a success. Technically, it's okay. a critical success. Ah, it's grand. There, there, there wouldn't be any difference. And then I'm going to spend my oh. third action to immediately dismiss it. You're free from the graphs. That was awesome. Take it here. Can I tell him don't dismiss it? Sorry? Uh, you can, can ask him? that... Uh, so, yes, but you won't be able to do anything, and things like uh, Inspire Courage will be... Uh, well, maybe not Inspire Courage, but you won't be able to do anything from inside. To the outside, I mean, but I can do inside to inside. You can do inside to inside, so you can cast things on yourself, not a problem, while you're in there. And so, yeah, if you want if you want me to maintain it, I absolutely can, because I... I would prefer um, that. Okay, that's fine. Can't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will okay. say you also have... Don't forget you have your quickened action. Yes. And also, just to pause for a second, there was an interjection here where Mukta was pleading for something in the middle of this. Do no, you want to do I'll that now for, or after? I'll wait turn? for after. Perfect. Action. Okay, it wasn't time-sensitive. Perfect. All right, keep going, General. Okay, then I have uh, the other actions, which uh, will be to... Cut, which will be to move to... Okay. Here... This is sort of over that uneven terrain because we've kind of got on it last turn. So this would be yeah. a balance check. Yeah, so that's fine. Um, balance is a this skill. This is probably not... Acrobatics. The balance to see the DC of this is only 20. Oh yeah, 33. It's critical success. You can move your full speed across it. Um, yeah, so basically I'm getting to here okay so then i'll get to don't want to be in within reach of this creature mm -hmm. so i'll get to here and then i'll set up my protective board it won't affect anybody yet but um except me but uh it should it will grow perfect all right now mukta now is your plead all right so, Mukto would definitely know that he wouldn't have been able to spell strike and quick throw at the same time. Reasonable, yeah. I had enough movement to get to here with just two actions bef that for my first round, instead of going up and then back down, right? Got it. Could I have said okay. I just w went up to there for my yeah. first round, and then my second round I didn't have to yeah, yeah. then stride? So you want to rewind time so that you have one less action needed to so you could so I, I could so I could draw my rapier and yeah. then spell strike and then spell yeah, yeah. strike let's do it I'm feeling generous <laughs> thank you <laughs> so I draw my rapier which is already drawn in my sheet that's fine and then I will spell strike okay from the hidden condition from the invisible from all of that so that he is flat footed he is not for reason. He can't. 
Probably got some sort of true seeing or see invisibility. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right, so. However, this uh, has told us that, so. Yes. True. Yeah. Yeah. He made an active counteract check and beat your invisibility potion DC, so he is fully aware of you and your invisibility, but Mukta wouldn't have any way to know that. No. So I'll make the strike first. He's just not flat-footed. That's fine. Come on. Let's get a high number. If there's a chance for a crit... You got this! You make... Oh my god, that's the oh. opposite of what I said! <laughs> that's the oh, opposite! Reroll using point? a hero point! Okay. Yeah, reroll uh, the hero point, please. Come on! I, you begged me to get your attack and now you're getting natural one. I, I It's not gonna stand. Flip it to a 20. Do it. Oh, so close to that 20. Uh-huh. So right, close to that 20. Wasn't targeted, but a 31 is a miss. Yeah. So you, your strike goes out, pops another one of his mirror images. But I think he's lightning bolt. Mm -hmm. I have expensive oh, spell, oh, oh. spell strike. Okay, wait. Lightning bolt is like a... S so how does that work with a save spell on an attack? It's 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 like it's like as I, if I cast lightning bolt as well, I think. Read it. It's been a while. All right. Been a while. Yeah, this is a spell strike thing. You have the feat that lets you do save spells, right? Yes. Uh, you can that can target when you cast a spell. It doesn't have a spell. But it works in the following ways: if your strike critically fails, the spell is lost with no effect. So if it critically, critically fail, fail right? Yeah. So lightning bolt still goes off. So yeah, it's still a lightning. It's still a lightning bolt spell. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. That's cool. So you you hit one of his like mirror images, but still a lightning shoots out of your blade, your rapier through the creature. He has to make a reflex save. Mm -hmm. Straight past. I guess that's perfect. You went to there because it's gonna just miss Hal and Nilara. Uh, oh, that's cool. Save. Yeah, that's uh, Thirty-eight is a success, but it still takes half damage. Gleam boom. This is where you roll four ones, right? Yeah, right. Ooh. All right. Still takes eleven points of lightning damage. Now, this does not trigger the ward that Hal put, right? It's not. Uh, no, because it's an no duration effect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Mukta suddenly appears with his rapier, and the blade is just crackling with energy. And I go to strike the creature and miss, but then the lightning bolt just shoots out and sears. Um, does That's your so invisibility cool. stay, or is it a one no, once no. your attack it goes away? No, it's done. This isn't like greater invisibility. Okay. No. All right. Time has rewound and undone itself, <laughs> but we're back to New Lara's turn. All right. So how is inside the sphere, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Could I kick the sphere backwards around like 15 feet? Just so that he like right here with an athletics check. I'll take a map for my next attack if that's. Yeah, this would be a shove. You're basically shoving Hal. Yeah. Is the I'm trying to scroll back and look at the spell. Is the bubble listed as like football? Completely it is immobile. It's immobile sphere for fear mm. sport force. Not that Nulara would know that necessarily, but this this sphere is anchored by magic to be um, immovable. So, like, in order to even attempt it, which is bending the rules of the game, you'd be targeting generals. Like, you'd be like it'd be like a super crazy hard DC over generals, arcane arc, arcane spell DC. 
can Gem like shout out as she's seeing? Yeah, I can absolutely. Like... <laughs> yeah, you can't move it. <laughs> yeah, you as, as you're about as you're about to do that, I will shout. I will shout out. You can't move it. Oh. Stop there. It's protect. Don't worry. It, it has. Okay. All right. I will hit has... Glazarbu then. I'll just get rid of his mirror images. All right. He still has. One, there's two, two, two of more. him, so one yeah. mirror image. Oh, two of Go him? Ahead. Oh, yeah, because of the spell strike. Okay. Him, he has him, and yeah, him and one mirror image. So a 37 oh. will hit. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, 1d6, a 1 to 3, and it hits the image, right? Yeah. Op yep. His last image, he goes down to just himself. All right. Uh, map attacking. Okay. Uh, that would be a 29. 29 misses. Okay. Yeah, and then... Yeah, one more map attack. <laughs> Why not? The last one. The last one worked out great. Yeah, the 31. 31 is um. But he's out of mirror images now, right? Yeah, he has no yeah. mirror images. Okay, perfect. You popped them off. That's it for my turn. Okay. Uh, how? I was going to... Cast lay on hands on himself. Okay. 37. 37. Actually, that Steel. should only be 36 because it doesn't inspire take, courage. It, the inspire doesn't. courage is a, um, it's erroneously, it's, yeah, erroneously adding it to. That is correct. The, uh, lay on hands. But it's only the one, so. And then I will cast blur on myself. Woohoo! Yeah, the, you get the lay in hands effect too, right? So that's like plus two bonus to your AC for one round. Plus two bonus, um, and then ten moves and ten uh, plus ten move speed. Nice. Yeah. But I'm not moving. I can't throw yeah. it away. Right. But that's even better. You're now concealed. As I say, just indicate if and when you want it dismissed, because I can dismiss it as an action. Okay. That's it. Top of the round. Um, I have to make a check here real quick. See if it sees through your illusion. This is what they took plus. Illusion? The blur is an illusion spell, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Um, okay, question marks, perfect. Okay, it's turn. Frustrated that you've taken the target away, the bubble's there. Mm. And it could attack the bubble. It could attack the bubble. Just saying. Looks at Nulara and does uh starts using like the the free hand it has and do like it's casting a spell that has a somatic component this does give it a manipulate action this would I trigger will... an opportunity attack yes. if you'd like to take it of course go ahead and take it that is a 31 31's gonna miss mm -hmm. i would like uh, to use a hero point for that one. all right all right i can feel it use that hero point come on let's do it up. let's go that oh. is 28. That was worse. We got the roll. Of, all right. Change the dice, people. Change the dice. We okay. The roll above a 10. It's casting confusion. Oh, boy. On Nular. So, Nular, can you make a will save? So, you can click the will save button there. It's a DC 34 will save. I have another it. hero point. That's a critical failure. So, yes. so I rolled a 24. Yeah. So, I 24. would. What the fuck? Oh, 21. I haven't changed my dice you yet. should have changed your dice. So, Nulara, 
You are now con Ooh, you are now confused for, one for a minute. minute with no way to end this early. Uh, no, no save. No save to end it early. Yeah, you would normally get a save at the end of each of your turns. However, if if she takes damage, she still gets a save. Yeah, that's built into the confused effect for sure. Yeah. What is confused? Each time you take damage from a tiger spell, you can attempt the flat check to recover. So the the, yeah. the sort of thing hits your mind, right? And you get confused for like a minute and like reality kind of shifts. You look up and you can see Clovis standing in front of you, scared. And you look around and dark Mukta and dark Hal and dark Nulara. Or sorry, dark general. Dark I guess technically dark Clovis is there too because he's not a friendly. Everyone is like equally scary to you, Nulara. Okay. You don't know what's real and what's not. Everything's out to get you. Your targets will be random every turn. Gotcha. Uh, that's two actions. And then with the third action, um, strides back up to the top of the temple. Coward! Mukta. All right. Um... You can also see, like, as you've cut into him, like with some of your attacks, at the start of his turn, you see, like, some of these wounds are kind of healing themselves, too. Mm, okay. We're not supposed to die, Steve. <laughs> so do something about it. Roll Can something higher than a 10. Can you try to hit me? <laughs> just hit me. You guys' dice rolls have just been low. Yeah, really yeah, bad. Yeah, last round. It's okay. I guess one action, I will sheath my rapier. After all that effort to draw it, now you've sheathed it. Okay. I mean, he's moved away. I'm not going to chase after him on my own. Quick draw with, with the short bow. He is like on a tier higher. I it says pick up because I dropped it before, but yeah, I dropped it the last fight, not this fight. So, right, yeah, yeah, that was the last fight. You would have picked. You have it back. All Technically, right. that was in the astral plane. You never really dropped your bow. It was all in your. So memory. I'm going to shoot at him with an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not it. <laughs> I changed my dice. I believe now. I already changed my dice. Uh, third action. If you are watching this on YouTube and you donate to Extra Life right now, you can mm -hmm. help the kids and the heroes of Atari. I believe in you. Uh, third action. I will start striding over here. That's my turn. General. Okay. I am going to... So 35 foot. So I'm going to spend one of my actions to increase the radius of my protective ward. Yep. I'll just put that in chat again. Um, so it, uh, and then I'm going to stride to here. Oh no, I can't get to there. I can get to. Uh, I'm going to stride to here for now. Do I need to make another balance check? Not from there. I think you're fine. Okay. I would and... uh, wave to Jimro and be like, let me out. Okay. If you're, if it, if that's the case, then uh, I will spend the action. Uh, so I will spend one action to let to dismiss the spell. So Hal is now out of the sphere. I will not then 
extend protective ward, I will let it drop because it's more important to be able to get to here, let's okay. say, and then cast fear on Glazine. Amazing. Amazing. Glarbzo. Fear is going to be one of those permanent effects or effects with the timer. So it makes a will it save. does have a during, yes. Indeed. That is a Oof. 37, so it's a so success. success. So he still becomes frightened one. Because of Hal's spell, can you put it in chat again, Hal, since it's so far up in the chat? Yeah. The duration, so, what is the duration of this fear? Uh, so the duration is essentially the... Um, so Just. technically, it's 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 a weird one because actually, technically, the only duration here is on a critical failure. They're fleeing for one round, but frightened. The frightened condition is a condition that drops at the end of their turn. I don't know whether you want to rule that essentially the frightened condition immediately drops and they take one to and they take the two the uh, persistent damage because that's kind that's, of a duration. I think that I'll, I don't I'll, know if that's technically it makes sense and I'll roll with it. I agree, makes sense. So yeah, so then it should it would take the um, persistent force damage. So it now has. It's got two d twelve persistent force on it, yeah. And it can spend an action to make an Arcana check against Hal's spell DC to remove that damage, remove that persistent damage. Okay, and that is Gem's turn. Okay, new Lara. So you are confused. Yes, and you determine who I attack. It's a random, right? I was looking at it. It says you. The targets are determined randomly by the GM. Mm -hmm. Um, You use all your actions to strike or cast offensive tournament. Mm -hmm. Okay. So roll a D4 for me. I'm going to say a four targets the creature. And then going down the line, a one, two would be Gemeral as I'm looking at your cameras across the thing. So you spin your sight set on Gemeral. You have to Where? move and use all your actions to attack her. Where is Gemma? Okay. <laughs> I'm behind the um, thing. All right, so but that's I one. I do not have the protective ward because I dropped it. Okay. Yeah, you so you, you run action to, to run right at Gemeral, and you see like this dark version of mm-hmm. Gemeral there, and you just you hack at her. So second action is an attack, target Gemeral, and do it an attack. Of course, now it rolls above. Critical hit, yeah. Uh, ten. This of is. Of course. This is, yeah. So one roll happens. critical damage. Uh, do you have anything you can do to help that, General? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. No reactions. Yeah, I help. mean, if I'd raised the shield, if I'd still have protective ward, but I there's a lot had to spend that action. And now she's also flat-footed uh, for my next attack. Thirty-six points of damage. You're flat-footed until the start of Nular's next turn. And your third action is another attack, Miller, yeah, with okay. the map. With a map? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll oh, be... I'll just take that damage. Uh, 36 is a hit, but not a crit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> almost nice damage on that roll. Jeez. So 32 more points of damage, Gemeral, as Nulara just starts carving Shh. into you. 
Someone there is hit no, me! <laughs> there is no save at the end of your turn, unfortunately. Nope. How? I would like to cast a spell on the creature. Okay. That spell is going to be Tasha's hideous laughter. Okay. <laughs> Do you have to f tell it a joke? Off-brand hideous laughter. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't have a good, I don't have a bad joke. Um, do I have a bad joke? Um, uh, well, it's a critical success, unfortunately. What does the, so. what does the cat cowboy say? Giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, but no, it critically succeeds, so it doesn't know what a cat or a cowboy is and not affected by your laughter. I think you have one more action. Yeah, I have one more action. I will cast shield on myself. All right, this is looking rough. All right, some of its wounds heal itself. It gets another turn. It it like feels this persistent damage that's on it, and it like really is like annoyed at this. It's going to cast a sixth level dispel magic targeting that weird spell you put on it. How whatever it was called, spell rack. Spell rack. Yeah. Uh -huh. so it's going to dispel magic spell on itself for two actions the total of That's a 42 check which is what's your spell dc hal is it under 42 30, i think oh, damn uh 51 <laughs> uh, so it, it dismisses that from itself so the spell rack is gone um i think technically i don't think that removes the persistent damage i think it technically i i don't know i mean i it you could get it to just, it may need, I think it may need to make an Arcana check. Yeah, yeah, I think the the, the damage stays, because that's a separate effect that's now applied to it. And for its third action... Yeah, it could make the Arcana check, but um, I'll try it if could, it had Arcana. It doesn't, it would be a terrible check for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it... Okay, it just... Has nothing great it can do. I think it looks, it looks at, oh, new Lara's over there. I think it looks down at Yuhal, and snarls, and tells you, you you're going to spend an eternity suffering at my hands, and it's going to intimidate you, uh, doing a demoralized check against your will save DC. But it's a thirty-one. What's your will, oh, DC? Uh, 29. Okay, so it succeeds, so you become frightened one. Okay. But that's its turn. And at the end of its turn, it takes 16 points of force damage, and then the persistent effect falls off because it rolled a 15 on its recovery check. Mukta. All right. Does it fall off? Because it says only a successful arc kind of check can help the target recover from the percent damage. The the persistent da uh, I think the persistent damage lasts as long as the original effect would have lasted. The one, yeah, it was the one round, right? As well, and it was so it's only a one round, so it was only a one round effect anyway. Yep. Yeah, it would have uh, only been one round regardless. So yes, you succeed, and it also drops. Yeah, it is weird. It's called it persistent damage, but it has its own special rules, right? Because it says persistent damage is after one minute, but the curse. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Kind of a weird interaction. 
First action, I'm going to shoot the creature. Yeah. Okay, okay. 37 Here is a hit. Here we go. A hit. 12 points uh, of damage. 12 damage points of damage. is damage. Tickles it. Second action, I'm going to take a map attack against Nulara. Okay. Uh, technically, you were targeting it in that oh. Nulara, but a 26 will miss her AC. Nulara, your fears are founded because Mukta's trying to kill you. Yep. <laughs> What's Nulara's AC? 30. Uh, third Is that action. what your shield raised or lowered? Uh, lowered. Yeah. But I'm flat-footed, though, so it would be 28. But it's 26. Uh, good point. Still miss, yeah. yeah. And she's no longer uh, affected by Inspire Curse. No, oh, she's a different one. No, no. Yeah. But I guess that's a question, right? Is she inspired? Is she affected by Inspire Courage? It doesn't affect AC, only defense. Inspire defense. No, no, yeah, but for her offensive roles, it might matter. It would have mattered for that crit. Only allies. Um, yeah. But she's still technically our ally. Yeah. Just confused. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Do I take another oh, map? Third it's action move. Probably not worth it. I'm just going to cast shield. Shield up. Alright, general. You guys, this is not how I thought this fight was going to go. It's, it's tough, but... We got this! You know, this happened before, and then we rolled three natural 20s in a row. Okay, so can I step away? Uh-huh. Now, you're pretty well-versed in magical knowledge and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You would probably understand that a creature under the effects of a confusion spell or the confusion effect don't have reactions. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I think, right? No, no reactions. You can't delay ready or use reactions. Yeah. She's yeah, just like yeah. kind of in this blind rage. Okay. So She's then I can So that's good. So I can use my extra action to stride and it so it would be You're doing the wall run too. Right around. Uh yeah, that's a good point. I think I'll just it's fine. Move you, you can up get around to it. here. Yeah. No. I, I'm. I'm. I think I'm going to move up to here. Okay. Instead, and then I'm going to cast Days on Nulara. <laughs> okay. Dazed and confused. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. That's a will save for you, Nulara. I failed. Uh, that is a. That's a failure. failure. So you take uh, 14 points of non-lethal damage. Okay. Now make a DC and 11 flat check. Nula. Flat check. Come on, come on, come, come on. on. You can do it. You can do it. Can do it. Yeah. Ooh. General. But I'm also stunned, you. though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you're not you, stunned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. I don't think you're. Good That's only on a critical failure. Yeah, you did not get critically failed, right? Yeah, so, so you just took 14 go, points of non-lethal damage and you're back. And then I'm going to cast... The daze like literally shakes you back to reality mm -hmm. and you realize <gasps> these are your allies. I'm like. so sorry. And then I'm going to cast a one action level four heal on myself. Because I'm a wizard that can cast heal. Wizard heal. Nice. <sighs> Only 16. But Except hey. Ones, ones and twos. Yeah. But hey, 
It's something. All right. Okay. Nulara, you get your full regular turn. Yep. This would be considered uh, difficult terrain, correct? So it's uh, technically more than that. It's like a climb to climb up the pyramid. A climb? Okay. Oh. You can make it. You'd make an athletics check as a climb. It's 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 steep enough that you're not really climbing with your hands, but it is sort of like it's like trying to run up it. So yeah, be... I would do. A, I'd spend. Hang on, it's been a while since I used this action. Been a while. Been a while. So I would. I'll spend two actions to do. Man. Oh. I'll stride. Yeah, but I'll just stride here. <laughs> so no going uh, up the stairs is difficult terrain so you would yeah. go make it one stride right? sudden so charge it is then. worth using yeah. sudden charge yep. would work because you get two strides right, right. yep yeah perfect okay sudden so charge with course blade that would be do, 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 34 to hit that hits perfect all right that is 28 uh, points you've, of you've slashing got, you're damage. doing good damage rolls <laughs> also 28 points you also oh. have the cold iron, so it actually takes 10 extra damage. It takes 38 Let's damage. go! Oof. One more! Uh, and then I'll take a map attack. Okay. Uh, so that would be... Why do I have a minus one? Anyway. Uh, 27. Uh, 27 is a miss. Okay, that's it for my turn. You do want to... I will say you probably want to put Inspire Courage back on, because I think you... Took it off, and you, that's probably one more damage on the creature too because of inspire. Oh, okay. I'll add it back. Thank you. Um, yep. That's it. Although for Although the inspire courage will expire now after right Halamni's turn. Mm-hmm. Right after this turn, yeah. Uh, how? Speaking of. Thank you, General. Um. So if I have a a spell that says heightened sixth level seven, what does that mean? So if the spell is level seven, you're casting it at level seven. No, it'll be left. No. If what you put it in chat? About? I don't want to put it in chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so if a spell says if a spell says heightened six, it means that it's being cast at sixth level. If it has an effect that happens at seventh level, it wouldn't trigger that seventh level effect. Yeah. Okay. How high I can I yeah. cast this spell? So you have it in a fifth level spell slot, correct? Yes. Uh, that just means the level of what you can summon. At sixth level, at seventh right. level, at eighth level, at ninth level. So fifth level spell yeah. slot. Uh, you can't upcast it because it's not one of your signature spells. So you can summon an aberration fifth level or lower. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I can look and see what we have for aberrations. I would like to do vampiric mist. Let's see, vampiric mist is a third level aberration. You could. It's lower level than. Then yeah, you fine. could summon. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Vampiric mist. It is. And it's anywhere within thirty feet, I think. Oh God! He's summoning more creatures. Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, Nara. Oh, I yeah. Where do you want to put it, Hal? Uh, right next to it. Like that's fine. Uh, like up one more. You should. Okay. I, I, gave, I think I gave you ownership. You might be able to control it now. Um, it works like Boundary. summoning an animal, except I summon a creature that's aberration. So I've done all yeah. my. Can I give it one? Yeah. I think one action part of do... the summon gives it an action, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. As part of the summoning, it automatically just gets an action. Okay. Does it get two actions or three actions if I give it an action? I'm not sure how the summon two. animal thing works. 
So it could take three two actions. actions one action for two. Yeah, it's not as flexible as an inventor's construct companion or um, or an eidolon. It's... When you finish casting the spell, the summon creature uses its two actions for the turn. Oh, it has two actions. Yeah, so it can use. It two does. Actions. That's what the summon trait says. And then when you sustain the spell, it would automatically get its two actions every turn. Yeah. So it gets two actions every turn when you sustain the spell. So one action, sustain the spell, it gets two actions. Okay. So it takes its two actions immediately right now. Yes. To strike this creature. Is that what it does? Vampiric Mist. I know I looked this up a long time ago when I first got this. Yeah, it's a Mystery Tendril. Mystery Trendle. Plus 10. Agile Finesse. What do you want me to roll? Uh, uh, go ahead and click creature. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Target and make uh, the, the Mystery Tendril. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> it just like <laughs> the mist sort of like tendril glances off of the thick skin of this creature. I think it's not going to do anything. Okay. 19 critically misses. And then for my third action. Uh, that was three actions, unfortunately. Summon is a three Summon entity spell. is a three action spell, yes. That's yeah, that's right. All right. All right. It gets its turn. All right. It targets you, Nulara, with the uh, with the pincer. Ooh, thirty-one's gonna miss. What? He's not supposed to miss. Thank That's you impossible. for the shield. All right. Second action. Uh, map pincer strike. Uh, Thirty-two. Muted, but I think it just hits right. Reflexive shield into shield block, which raises my AC to 34. Oh, I love it. Nice. <laughs> Actually, just reflexive shield, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't shield, need the shield block. because The reflexive shield comes up, your shield raises. The, the last second, you just barely get your shield between the uh -huh. claw and like deflects it off the side of you, which causes it to miss. See, we're um, turning it around, y'all. I'm telling you. <laughs> and then it just... It just screams in anger at you and um, attempts to demoralize you. Freaking will saves. Uh, that's a 36 intimidate check. What's your will sa save DC? Uh, nine, 29. 29. So you become framed one. Okay. And that's his turn. Mukta. All right, first guys. Action. I don't know how we did it again, but it's it's ten thirty again in the middle of a long fight. Like <laughs> this is supposed to be the short night, you guys. <laughs> we were rolling like shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, first action: interact to take out the cold iron whatever thingy. Uh, second action: to apply it to my ten arrows. Okay. Mm hmm. Retroactively, I think Mukta saw Nulara put it in her belt pouch, and he went back and put it in his belt pouch. So it's ar it's already in my bandolier, yeah. actually. Yeah, it is. I told you. Yeah. I have that, and I have Alchemist Fire in my bandolier. Perfect. So it's now mm -hmm. your rapier is is uh, covered in ten ten arrows. Ten arrows. Ten arrows. Perfect. Ten arrows. So just, like, I will dip all your arrows out, just like glug 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 glug, or yep. dip it into the potion. I don't know how it works, but you got ten arrows. You're blessing it like I, holy I water. I the cork. The, the bit of alchemist fire in it melts the cold iron, and then I dip the arrow tips into it. Sweet. So then I will strike. Third action, strike the target. Okay. Come on, let's go. That's a seven is a hit. Hit, not a crit. For 11 points, plus the cold 21. iron. 
Yep, 21 damage in total. And that's my turn. That is your turn. Okay, General. Okay. I'm going to hit this creature with a slow bow. Okay, okay, let's slow it let's down. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's tip the tides. Now, it's fortitude spell, so it may very well critically succeed, but... Well, we're about to find uh, out you can't roll good all night. <laughs> okay, wait. Oh my you god. You can roll a natural 20, <laughs> so that's a critical success, which means it's unaffected, unfortunately. Yeah. Do this every right. time, Steve. Like, you've rolled Sorry. Like, super know, right? well in boss <laughs> I'm good at Pathfinder. What are you going to do? And then... I am going... This thing does not appear to have any energy damage, so I am going to re-up, spend an action to re-up, spend my second focus point, and re-up Protective Ward. It is, again, just a um, five-foot... For now, it's five-foot, yeah. For now. And then I'm going to move... Okay. And that is my turn. Okay. Uh, Nalara. All right. Uh, attacking it with Encore's Blade for my first attack. Are you flank? Is are you technically flanking with the Vampiric Mist at the moment? Would I be? I don't think it is because it has to be on opposite sides of the token. I believe. Um, I don't know because I think with a large token. Maybe it just needs to go through the center of one of its squares. I mean, it should automatically calculate it anyway. If it, it did, should. So. I mean, the system does should. Even from here, though, it's not going as to be. As long as the Vampiric Mist is marked as uh, an ally. <laughs> I can set it as a. It's, a, it's alliance is currently to uh, party ownership, so it is listed as an ally. So let's. Then it might not it, work. Then. Then if it might it's work, flanking, it might not, yeah. yeah. Then if it's flanking, it will take into account. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, yeah. There are flanking positions available, or are there? Because because this is the edge. Can somebody actually stand on those squares? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think there's enough to stand. Cool. Just asking for the future. Will it be difficult terrain for me to do that? No, I think you're good. All right, perfect. I will stride so that I could get into position. Uh, and then I would take a... I would attack it with a chorus blade. That is a 34 again. It did calculate the flat-footed condition. 34 is a hit. Ooh. All right. That would be... They would take, I mean, 21 points of damage. Plus 10. Plus 10. 31 in 31. Total. Perfect. I'll take a map attack. 35 to hit. To hit? Alright. Perfect. Perfect. 24 to hit. Ah, 24 damage. Plus 10. 34 for the cold iron. Let's go, guys! See! We're tearing in now. Let's go. That was all three attacks, right? Yeah, yep. that was all, all right. my actions. Things are rolling. How? Oh, yeah, this one. I gotta say, I watched Encanto last night, and Maribel does this. Yeah, that's where I got. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Of course, that's where I got it. From. Got it. Perfect. All right. I will uh, sustain the creature. <laughs> okay, so it gets two actions. So it'll attack this beast. I'm thinking. I, I I'm thinking. I picked this when I was super lower level. 
but <laughs> maybe. But it gives a flanking body, so. Mm -hmm. so no, no, That's true. No. 25 is a miss. I got a crit with this thing. Basically, yeah. Uh, 11 is a critical miss. All right, you still got two actions for yourself. Cast, since I heard it say stuff, I want to do biting words. Okay. Bring it. And I will attack it as part of the... It absolutely understands you, yes. That's 31. Shit! Uh, 31 is a <laughs> miss. Even with Calicot's blessing on you. Yeah. All What's right. At the start of its turn, it's getting cut, it's getting wounded. Uh, at this point, Nilara, you watch a familiar sort of watch. As you see it kind of fumbling with the lens in its hand, it is attempting to activate the lens it's holding. Attack of this opportunity! This is an interact action. This does trigger your attack of opportunity. Feel Come on, crit. Am I still crit. frightened? It would have no. gone away at the end of your turn. All right, so I'll just add a plus one to this one. I can just take it off like that. You're good. Oh, okay. Oh, but I have one more hero point. Okay. Send it. There's no one in oh, chat to give you hero chat. points. Come on. I know, but plenty. for some reason. I know. I no, no, I know. I'm just saying. There, no, I'm going to go into our chat right now. 34. It's a hit, but not a crit. It's a hit. So it doesn't disrupt the action, unfortunately. It's all right. But... We did. We're damaging it. 24, yeah. 34 points of slashing everything damage. All right. That's a lot. It's looking really hurt. Um, it does manage to activate the lens next. So you watch as it's holding the, the lens and the purple like moat that's inside of it flickers and it kind of roars and lets out a scream as the purple essence leaves the lens and goes inside of it. As it does, you can see all these wounds you've cut open, Nulara. Um, you can see also now it's got thick black tar for blood that like smells disgusting and even like drips and like sizzles when it hits your blade. Um, as it does this, the blood begins boiling even more and a, the scent of like disgusting boiling tar enters the temple and you watch as the wounds start like bubbling and then a lash of an emanation shoots out from this large creature. It's a five foot emanation. I need new Lara and the Misty Tendril to make four to two saves. Question: If I give Anita a hero point in chat, does that go to Nulara? <laughs> it's a thirty-five. <laughs> All right, it does not. <laughs> I mean, it's still probably a failure that just upgrades it to a success, but still. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is. I also get a critical success because and a juggernaut. Nulara gets a critical success. So Nulara, the the thing passes through you. You take no damage. <clears throat> Let's see this item. It is unfortunately just upgrades it from a, a failure to a success for the the vampiric, vampiric myth. myth. So, yeah, it's gonna take a little bit of damage. Uh, has to this mess this mist has to survive oh. now at all costs. <laughs> right. Four damage to the vampiric mist, and as the like the wave passes through Nulara, unaffecting her, passes through the mist, and almost like as it passes through, you watch as it collects some of those blood droplets from the, the misty tendrils of this vampiric mist, and then it like comes right back into itself, pulls the blood in, and it heals all the damage it just dealt, which is only four. Yay. <laughs> um, and then the blood continues up. to boil, and it looks now that it's healing itself faster than it was before. Because it had, it had a fast healing effect on it, 
and this is boosting the 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 uh, fast healing that it had. So that was two actions to invest in to do that. Kind of underwhelming, all said and done. And then in anger, Targus Nulara with its pincer strike. This time it's a forty-one, which is a hit, but luckily not a crit. Uh, same things, reflexive shield into shield block, and I'm going to do an aggressive block with this one, too. So he oh. either goes back five feet or takes the flat-footed condition. Yes. And I it... don't know that it can go back five feet because of the so flank. The vampiric mist. Yeah. It's not incorporeal, so it is literally blocking it. Um, it goes flat-footed. All right, damage for Nulara. Um, whatever your shield hardness is, is going to reduce this a bit, so you can do the block. Do the aggressive block. Like, yeah, you and your shield will take some damage. Block. I have faith in you, Foundry Death. Damage. There we go! Yay! The system's smarter than us. Yay. Uh, so, you know, Dorf's 10, 15 gets through to you and 15 to your shield. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's its whole turn. Uh, Mukta. All right. I'm going to shoot the creature. It's flat-footed, it. correct? It is flat-footed, mm -hmm. flat yes. thanks to Nalara's aggressive block. Thank God. All right. Merry Chrysler. Come on. Oh, my gosh! Let's go! That is a natural Ooh. 20. <laughs> Fritz in YouTube chat. Let's go. See, I told y'all. Mm. <sighs> let's, let's roll some massive damage here. Come on! Fifty points. Technically, plus. sixty points. Sixty mm -hmm. points of damage. Sixty points of damage, and it's got a debilitating strike, so it's either enfeebled it's pinned or to the ground. Oh, oh, it's immobilized also pinned, too. It's immobilized right now because the arrow ah. pins it to the ground. Damn! It's also immobilized and pinned to the ground. Your arrow or like this, or this up. pillar? Is this a pillar next to it? Kind of it's like this an thing? altar type thing. Yeah, it's yeah. pinned to that thing. Okay. And it's enfeebled one. Uh, and it's enfeebled one. That's what we call in the business a pretty damn good turn. Actually, that's that only one my action. first action. Sorry. Sorry. That was only my one first action. action. Um, it's still flat footed. It is it's flat footed. It's pinned. It's immobilized. Mm -hmm. Shoot her. Yeah, do I want to? I want to kind of. I kind of want to do a spell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I've got the, I've got the plus one with the short uh sixteen. What is that? So that would be Is Produce Flame still an attack, right? Uh it's a spell attack, so it would use your charisma modifier. Uh, no, it would be no. from Mega, so it would use your intelligence modifier. I, yeah, it just, so yeah, it would be a spell it, attack roll. Does it still have a map or no? Yes. Uh yes, yes okay. it still has the attack tag, yeah. Alright, then I'll then I'll just shoot. You're like, I could do this cool spell. Nah, I get bow. You look down at the nine cold iron arrows <laughs> still in your hand. Yeah, yeah. I guess technically you have eight more. Come on. Ooh. That's a hit. Kill it. That's 33, 33 points of damage. Yes. Mukta. Mukta, Mukta, Mukta. How would you like to do this? You know, as I'm drawing the arrow. My mother always said that it was extremely rude to impersonate someone's friends. Let's see if this arrow is unworthy. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> that 
arrows like seals through and as it find its finds the creature it writhes in pain it can't even move because it's pinned everywhere um the whole skin it starts bubbling that black tar blood boiling smelling as it kind of dissolves and starts dissolving into this pool of black tar blood that kind of like it's so much it starts kind of flowing over the top of the temple spilling down over the edges towards everyone that's lower and left floating in the little hand the last thing to melt away is that purple lens that is just left behind floating in a pile of black ichor in the secret temple deep beneath the Moangi expanse Nulara you're standing over it is it big is it as big as the ones from before it's there because they were varying sizes this is like a medium sized one it's probably like a one bulk lens let me just double check what I made it it is a yeah we'll say it's a one bulk lens I immediately take my cape off put it over it cover it and then carry it to show it to general <sighs> this is what you all were looking for I mean maybe I have to admit this is all well uh yes this is all very strange uh, I, I'll I'll take a look uh, I'll I'll sort of lean back against the pillar and at this point where see when it um seems like there's no more particular danger i'm going to cast a sixth level two action heal on myself we're done with combat so don't worry about mechanically trying to save yourself mm -hmm. like we're in the narrative ending of the episode, so feel free to lean into the wrapping yeah. it up portion. Of I the uh, I apologize yeah. for what I did <sighs> earlier. I I thought that you were it it's, it's fine. that turned it's into fine. my demons my, do my... that. Demons do that. I would be lying if it hadn't happened to me before me. Yeah. Hal is uh. <sighs> Is this strange? It seems like just another Thursday for us. I don't, uh, I mean, we fought things before and they weren't a demon. And I, I, I recall Nulara uh, stabbed me that one time. Uh, I didn't remember saying no demons. I mean, demons, crazy <sighs> but, ghost lady. Well, let's have a look at this thing then. And, um, tis an arcana and... I will have a look at this lens with my arcana. Okay, go ahead and make it. And my staff of abjuration. Oh no. Uh, yeah, so I can identify, I can get a plus two bonus on identifying abjuration magic, but this is not abjuration, this is just a thing. So that's a 34. Okay, I think. You know, it's enough here in this narrative moment to reveal at least the general secrets about it. I don't think you've heard much of these things because these are obviously a closely guarded secret, especially with this sort of temple built to hold something like this in its secrecy. Most people in this world outside of very few scholars would even know what these are. So a 34 is enough to kind of reveal a bit of the effects it can do, but not the lore behind it, I think. So... 
you can see it's basically the sort of lens if you invested into it 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 gives you fast healing fast heal five as long as you're invested into this lens but it changes you it corrupts you it's it's melding your essence with something else what that something else is is a mystery to you yeah to me so i will basically tell uh, i will tell my new companions because they are they they fought for it with me basically about uh uh as much as i can as much as i can find out about it yeah, I mean, what do you guys share with Gemeral, right? Like, Gemeral is looking at this from a purely, like, oh, what does this do? You guys know a big half of the story that maybe a lot of people in this world don't know, or at least hasn't made it out, right? The stories of your guys' conquest have made it out, but the details have been kind of a closely guarded secret in your guys' realm. And Nulara, you're sitting on one of these other lenses in your backpack at this very moment, I believe. What do you guys choose to share or not share with Gemeral? Well, that, uh, what do you call it? That lens actually looks very uh, similar to what we were looking for underneath the gauntlet. Uh, from what we experience, it's not, it's, it's better hidden than it is, you know, out there. Looking at it, I would say it's better destroyed, but I don't know if it's, I don't know. I won't say. Don't know we, if that's possible. I don't. I'm not sure. We never really tried. And then I lie and say we never really tried because Nolara has definitely tried to break the yellow ochre lens, but failed. But maybe with you and your school and uh, the fellow scholars, that it's not safe outside. I wouldn't want to take it there, but. <sighs> this is maybe throw it in the middle of the ocean too risky have you never seen jumanji um i could take it and uh use the uh my father-in-law's ships to like get rid of it in the bottom bit. i think to be honest he said we were the secret keepers yes yes we're going to keep this all very secret Yes, does <laughs> right, scribble, scribble, and that he passed his duties onto us. If I sort of close my eyes and concentrate, can I feel? It's a nebulous term, but feel anything because he seemed to have some sort of connection to the place itself, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying just tentatively to see if I can sense anything of that same sort of connection to see if it can tell me anything about the nature of this place. Because if it was, if it was here for hundreds of years without being detected, is there a way that we can rehide the place? I think as you reach out in that connection and the feeling of it, it's just a moment and you're not super in tune with this place, but you spend a little bit, you spend a lot of time studying it, researching it, never down here. As you reach out and feel, there is definitely an otherworldly presence about this place. This thing has a guardian higher than the previous Seer Keeper. 
you saw glimpses of something in the snake in the portal. There is absolutely a way to restore this place. And you look around and you see the corruption, the red tendrils are already kind of rescinding a bit. This sort of red mossy tendrils has been brought by the corruption of the creature. So with enough time and restoration, all the magic can be restored to this place. Okay. So what I, what I'm going to do is I'm just, I'm going to test this. I'm going to cast searing light on the red moss. Okay. Yeah. Right. When the searing light like hits like the patch of moss, uh, immediately like disintegrates and burns it away and leaves like a huge streaking patch. It's definitely evil. Okay. So, so I, I turn to the, um, I turn to the others and I will say, I think I need to stay here for now, just until at least until the corruption is cleared. Backup will be, so more people will be arriving in a couple of days to, and um, they can take you home. I sort of, I beg your patience as it were, I, uh, to that if you were are willing to just stick around for until they get here not a problem with me Mr. Mayor uh, I think he went pee he's there <laughs> I'm sorry I was uh, just uh, thinking about the uh, if Clovis is okay, um, I'm not really sure. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, you want me to take that? I could take. I could take that. Uh, that should be no problem. I could. Take that no, and... no, it, it's not that. It's it's just. I I feel I need to stay here, at least for the at least for the immediate future, and so I I can't take you back to Otari. In three, four days, there will be others from the school arriving who will be able to take you back. Oh, okay. So we have a little party for the next few days and everything will be just perfect. If if you don't mind. Um, oh, why would I mind? I'm, I'm indebted to you. So if you want to go back immediately, I, or at least uh, if you want to go back immediately, I can do so i just feel that until the proper function of this thing of this place is restored i hesitate to leave i you know there's just something i don't i feel like even if i wanted to leave it would be hard yeah we can stay i can play some music and learn a little bit about your where you come or this place you know where you've been, we can we can write the, I mean, Mukta, me and you can write the music about all these pictures we see. Writing what? Writing? Yes, writing, of course. Yeah, writing. And I mean, you two uh, still have to talk about all the notes. Yeah, that you mentioned what, three earlier. Three or four days that might be enough oh, time to compare yes. notes. I mean, 
barely right. making it, so we better start now. So I need to know <laughs> all the details, like what did it smell like in its mouth, you know? Um, like was it slimy? Did you feel its teeth? Like was its tongue yeah. around? Like I need to know.